Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your fine podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Mint Apparel. Mint Apparel has what you need if you're looking for a local shop to do screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl. They can even take care of your branding and logo design needs. Check them out at mintapparel.com. That's M-E-N-T apparel.com or on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also request a quote by emailing them directly at info at mintapparel.com. So I'm excited to have Dylan Eubanks in the house. What up? What's Making up? your debut, Banks. Yep. So I had to, steal, I had to steal the joke from a boys podcast because <laughs> you're, uh, you're bringing in third mic on with them boys, right? Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> Having so much fun. It's, I'm about to get some ASMR with Vanessa House real quick, too. Mm. Uh, yes. Those? And see, I don't remember what beer this is because I took the label off. <laughs> T-shirt code. <laughs> Vanessa House, you need to change these labels because they're stickers and I peeled it off yeah, before we even started. We'll see. <laughs> that might be a good idea, you know, because like, think oh, about it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Think about it. You are slamming Vanessa House beers, right? Not right now, but let's just say that you are. <laughs> in but the event that you are. In the event that you're slamming Vanessa House beers. And you're just ripping these labels off, right? Drunken you, walking down the street, I don't know, and you're just slapping these stickers all over. The, that's free advertising. Getting my Tony Hawk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. When you stick the, what was it? It was like graffiti. That's what it was. Yeah, there was, yeah. There, oh, was, there was a sticker one, wasn't no, there? Yeah, there was a sticker one. I think they had the stickers uh, in like Tony Hawk's Underground. Yes. When you would like. Thug. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, I games, still play that. Because they're amazing. On GameCube. Yeah, they're great. God, I love those games. So Speaking much. of Tony Hawk, man, the freaking soundtracks on them shits—that's freaking untouchable. Yeah, because um, I mean, that was my like first time I ever heard about ska. The first time I ever heard like any band that was ska was on Tony Hawk. Oh yeah, I was introduced to Rage Against the Machine because of yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. What song did, two. was it? What or, song? No, they three. Had? Gorilla Radio. Right. Yeah. Right on. Uh, Where the Redneck Kings Funk. Dude. Yeah. I I remember that. I forgot about that, but I remember that. Now you oh, say that. It's a uh, yeah. They, and Dell the Funky Homo Sapien mm-hmm. was on there. Tony Hawk, those games knew what was up. Undefeated soundtrack. Yeah, man. I I don't think that there there's there's not a better soundtrack than those games on any game. Period. But yeah, shout out to Vanessa House. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. I digress. Nah, it's funny. We've it's funny. We've talked about how good those soundtracks are before. I think on the show, and yeah. it's just like it's the thing that always comes up. It's just banger after banger. No, I, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not the same. You've changed. <laughs> I remember that song. I'm trying to think of the songs that are like iconic yeah. every time. Oh God, here I am, dude, doing everything I can. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I've only been on the show for about thirty seconds now. Right on. I'm coming back. And we're going to play <laughs> Tony Hawk and we're just going to record the whole thing. That would be amazing. And just like have the have the soundtrack go through the mixer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> turn turn all of the like the sound effects, like the game sounds and everything. It's just us. Oh, yeah. Like grinding there, and stuff. Yeah. Just playing Tony Hawk, listening to the soundtrack and just talking about how dope those games and are. And drinking V-House. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Actually, man, we should do a vi- an episode on... The soundtracks from Tony Hawk, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. That'd be great. 
fuck? Seems like happens every time. Like I have someone on, and I'm like, "Well, there's another episode I gotta do." <laughs> yep, that's yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the best thing of having like a conversational, like conversational style podcast. Right on. Uh, is just like the th- beautiful things that happen in conversation. Talking about how dope Tony Hawk is. Um, <laughs> I feel like we could talk about GameCube for a minute if you want. Cause, let's fuck with. Let's fuck it up. Um, the best Super Smash Brothers game is on GameCube. That's Melee for sure. I still have my GameCube. I only have two games for it now. Uh, no way. That's legit, man. I love it. I have four controllers. It's the best controller in the game. It's so... I swear to God, yeah. that is the best controller to ever come out on any system. You can at me on that. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I write my name on it. I will die on that hill, but that's the best controller that's ever come out for a game system. So I've got my GameCube still, and then I've got four controllers, just in case you're trying to fuck around on Smash. Uh, because I have Smash, and I've got all my characters unlocked still, and then I have, uh, funny enough, uh, Animal Crossing. Dude, that's the other one that you gotta have for yeah, GameCube. Yeah, dude, I've got the two, like, the the gems of oh, yeah. the, the game. The bells of the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah you, my friend, would be <laughs> the bell of the ball. Did we talk about The Office, or did you say you like The Office? I love The Office. That's dude. funny, man. I just got done watching it. think about it. that all the time. I watched the last episode yesterday Bruh. for like the 10th fucking time. I'm tearing up. Dude, it's, it's so said. good. I, well, okay, I take it back. I watched the second to last episode of The Office the other night, because I'm not watching right the on. second. I'm not watching the last episode. It hits you in the feels, man. Yeah. I'm like, all right, it's it's midnight. <laughs> I'm by myself, you know? I'm, I'm in nothing but my underwear my underwear watching the the second to last episode of the office and i'm just like i'm not crying tonight <laughs> you're nope. crying yeah you're crying i'm not watching this last episode i'm just going to bring it back around to the first episode <laughs> and fall asleep like i don't want to i don't want to be that guy right you on. know um you don't want to cry in your bed on a tuesday night right no one wants to do that let's not get it too off course here though <laughs> who's your main on melee on melee, um, I'm gonna have to go with um, uh, Samus or Samus. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, the store up that that B man, that shot, that yeah. cannon, that you, full you, power you cannon s- shot. Stored up. You just have that mug jumping around, yeah. smash attacking, and then yeah. right when you need it. Yeah, because you, you store it like ASAP. You bank that shit right on, and then you beat some ass until they forget that you've got that and then they're like they're about to swoop in on your ass and you're like yo bro i got something you're like yeet yeah and then and then they're dead and they're like (laughs) oh fuck i forgot i'm like yeah bro what's up where have you been bro i've been mainly with samus also um it's gonna take you a while to come back you know i'm gonna be storing another one right on right when you get get back back. yeah that's the worst it was oh god she just she slays dude she's pretty good on that um I really like um, Link, but only in uh, Brawl. I didn't like him in Melee. I liked him really? a lot better in Brawl. He was really heavy in Melee. Yeah. So, um, like, he could, it took him forever to recover. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about Link is he he had the, um, the chain that if you're falling right and you have no more jumps left, you have that last ditch Z mm-hmm. to save your ass. <laughs> And like, Samus had that laser one mm-hmm. too. I don't think hers could st- could stick to the side. Oh, of the, couldn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't I, think no, I think so. you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Link was the only one who had something like that. 
that like, you know, your friend is just being an asshole, you've got plus 300. <laughs> if you get touched on your Someone baby breathe toe, on Sam's, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're or done. Or Link. Yeah, and, and you're, you're Link, you have 300, 350. Someone could just, yeah, <laughs> smack you on your bottom, just a quick... Damn you, then, Loch Ness Monster. And you're done. You've already hit your two double jumps, and your friend's over here talking wicked shit, <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden you hear like, clink, and then it's just... You just got shit on him. Yeah. And you can hit Z to bring yourself in. Yeah. And I'm like, like my God. Like, I'm not done yet. I'm I think it, I don't know. I think they did a good job of balancing him because it was like, he was really heavy, mm-hmm. bad, bad-ish recovery. But like, okay, we'll give him this, we'll give him this chain to kind of make up for that. Yeah. That disparity. Um, I also liked Marth. Even I was going to say, recovery, Roy is my main. Really? Roy See, is my main. Their recovery was even worse though. Yeah, it was. But... They would beat your ass with that sword, dude. dude. If you got hit with like a heavy B from Mars from from Marth, like you're done. Yeah. You're adios, dude. I think Roy's literally called the shield breaker. And yeah. so you, if someone could have a full powered shield, I think if you hit someone with like a fully charged shot mm-hmm. with Roy, um, and he did like the explosion and everything, I think it's like an instant KO. Yeah. Like you make him hit the the screen. It's they were they were so dope, and I never played Fire Emblem. Right on. I yeah, still, me neither. I still don't. I don't give a fuck about those games. <laughs> However, like I fuck with them so hard on Super Smash Brothers Melee. I'm like, all right, so we got three homies with swords. Right on. And these dudes <coughs> slam, like was, they were so great. Like <laughs> Marth, all white, dude, is what that, I would go. It, like the, the drip was real. Yeah. Like you with the all white. Mm-hmm. I used to I always had the gold Roy. Yeah. Because of the. Uh, you know, when you play in stock, mm-hmm. his little, um, like, avatar or whatever. Yeah. Would, it would give him gold hair, so they look like a Super Saiyan. Dude, it was, yeah. Like, those games are so good, dude. <laughs> I loved them. Like, and, and it's funny, because I, I, I had my GameCube. I don't know what happened to all my games. This is the weirdest thing. All my games are gone, right? But I still have my memory cards with... All of my all old data. game data. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, all right. So I went out and bought Melee for like no shit 50 bucks. It's like the same price as it was when it came out. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, it's but, a hot commodity right now. Yeah. But I got it at Vintage Stock and um, there was one copy. So it's like, all right. Here's $50. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, Freaking supply and demand, my friend. Yeah. And then, like, two, three days later, I went and bought um, Animal Crossing for, again, like, 45 bucks. But I played those games so much growing up. Like, I played Animal Crossing all the time. And the cool, dumb thing about that game, like, because it wasn't, like, online. But if you played it, you could, like, you know, make your house and everything. And then there was always like three other houses. And it was like, what are those for? <laughs> oh, it's for when your friend comes over and for some reason is playing on your GameCube without you. And then they have a house. So then like, like my best friend, like he had a house on my uh, memory card and I had one. So I'd be playing it. And then 
<clears throat> you know, I'd like build my house up and like find all the cool stuff and get a bunch of money. And then like I would send his character stuff all the time so that when he would play it, he'd, he'd be would, like, oh shit. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, here's like, you know, 5,000 bells and like some cool <laughs> stuff for my house. Like, you know, it's just like little nice things. It was just like, it was such a weird thing because he was right he was never playing it unless right I was right there, you know? Like, when when else would he play that? Exactly. Like, he'd I never guess, be at your house when you're not there. Yeah. Or I guess if he had your memory card or something. That's, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, say you and I are 13, 12, 8, I don't know, again, and we're playing <laughs> Animal Crossing, right? And we're, we're ace homies. We're super friends. And I have my memory card, and you have yours, and then what we swap, like, every... Friday or something. Oh shit. And then I play on my house and yours and you play on your house and mine and we just give each other gifts. And it's just like, that's that makes symbiosis. Yeah. That's what that is. And I mean, we weren't thinking of that. Holy shit. Back then. I mean, that's like the cheating. And, um, you ever done that? Like in Pokemon? I don't know if you ever played Pokemon. Oh dude. So I played so much Pokemon. When you do like the trade trick where you turn off your game boy when Mm -hmm. it was trading. Uh, and you would, you would, you basically copy the Pokemon. Right. Yeah. I never see, I never did that. I didn't really like cheating in games unless I was playing Grand <laughs> Theft Auto. And then it's oh, just well, like, then yeah, it's just give fun. me all those I want to be able to fly. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want, uh, kill these hoes from the sky. Yeah. I want five stars, armor and a Lambo dog. <laughs> like, duh. I'm not dumb. Give me these. Uh, also, all the weapons. I needed rocket launchers for days to kill all these cops. It's kind of like um, <laughs> Second Life, is what it reminds me of. Right. Do you ever? I, do you remember that from the the Office? I remember it from the Office, and it it is a real game, but I never played it. I've never played it, but so there's this thing that happened that I thought was pretty funny. That uh, there's a girl I work with, and her name is. Uh, like there's a lot of people with her same name. Uh-huh. So when I was looking her up on <clears throat> Facebook to add her or whatever, it came up with this like avatar of like uh, a digital character, <laughs> like a video game character. Weird. And I didn't know that it was Second Life at the uh-huh. time. But I was like, oh, like this person, this like animated like game person yeah. has your same name. So I was like looking and what it was was like this person only had like 70 other friends. Mm -hmm. They're all from that second life. And so I was like, oh, my God. So I like stumbled upon this like Facebook second half second life community. Okay, so they have like a Facebook for their character in second life. What the fuck? And it was pretty interesting, man. It was kind of like so like. I started getting real, man, I got real deep in and I have to show you some, some of this shit after we record, but, yeah. uh, it was like almost into like some role playing type shit, like mm-hmm. almost like D and D type shit. Right. So like I went onto the characters, like I went into some of her friends and friends of friends and like real deep into the rabbit hole. And, uh, they were like literally role playing. Like someone would post a picture, like a series of pictures of like a scene or something that happened as like in, a photo album in Second Life. And they would post like this album of pictures. But the comments under that was like, it would be like a conversation of like them acting out like 
off of the pictures. That. And so it was like, oh my god, what is this? That's fucking wild, dude. It was dope though. I spent like half a half a day one day just like reading through all their conversations. I don't know. I felt like it was like a voyeur situation. Like uh-huh. I was like, I saw someone's browser history when they died or something. And right. Like, the last thing they like spanked it to or something. <laughs> like it's just unnatural for me to be seeing this. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. watching a dog walk on its hind legs or something. <laughs> like just not right. Yeah. Uh it was bizarre, man. I was just like, this is a whole community of people that have just like bought in. Dude. And then she was like, because she was there, uh-huh. and she was like, what if it's just one person? And I was like, oh, my God. The sad thing was that's an actual possibility. Oh, for sure. 100%. Ugh. Uh, yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> that's I'm that fucked insane? up right now, man. That's crazy. Second life, man. Uh, when your pro- first life just isn't cutting it. Wait, yeah, is that their tagline for the game? It should be. I, I have no <laughs> idea. But it's just like, when you suck at the real one, here's the second one, dude. Yeah. You uh, eat that first life, here's your second. Yeah. That kind of reminds me. Have you ever... This video on YouTube, because that's all that's on there. And it <laughs> was... This dude had like... I guess he was really into this old like fantasy game when he was younger and um, he like went and checked it out again. Like, but this was like fucking like later in life, later, like way later, like no one played the game anymore. It was dead. Like it was like literally like dead servers and somehow he had gotten into the dead server. Right. So it's him like, like live recording this video at the time and I 100% believe everything that happened in this video because I <laughs> like to live my life to the fullest. You know, it's like, oh, believe whatever, man. Like, it makes life fun, right? Right on. Uh, <laughs> so this dude is just like slapping dicks around in this game, just like showing you just like, oh, so this thing happened here and oh, this this part was real cool. And like he made a character for the whole thing. But the whole game was dead, right? So like he'd be walking around and there would be like horses off in the distance, but like their code just like had shot. Stopped. Yeah. So it's like they were just there. You know, they weren't moving. It was just they were there. And then there was like sheep and, ho- and like sheep and cows and like all this stuff. But all the NPCs were gone. Like they were all gone. Um, and it was like real creepy because you're in this whole world that like people <clears throat> built and like this whole world was like like if you think of like reality i guess like was its own world it was a real thing and it was all just dead but it was just like like, chernobyl right yeah so he is (laughs) running around right right on and then out of the corner of the fucking screen dude you see a name pop up like uh like, you know, like what would be over your character. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah. He sees it and it like shoots down b- behind a ha- like a cabin or something. Oh, this is actually kind of scaring me. Actually. Dude. Uh, yeah. It scares me every time. <laughs> I got fucking goosebumps right now. I've is seen this, this like, video. This is like a campfire podcast. Dude, right now. It, it was. Okay. So what happens? Okay. So <laughs> the comment bar pops up. Bink. And there's like, and it's like, who are you? Oh my God. And the dude is just like. Excuse the fuck out of me. 
<laughs> Who are you, bitch? I'm like, shooketh to the court. <laughs> yeah, like, and they're and they're just like, my name is blah blah blah, and he uses like his username or something, and the guy like comes around the you know like from the other side of this building. Either way, they start getting in this fucking conversation, and the dude is like typing, talking to this like character that like his um <clears throat> his like attire is like strange for the game like it's meant for the game but he's wearing like this weird jester mask and stuff like that and so he's just like um he starts like verbally attacking this dude who's playing the game and he was like why are you here and he's like you know i used to play this game a lot when i was younger and he was like this isn't a game like when you showed up, everything died. Everything was fine before you were here. And now nothing is moving. Everyone that I know is gone. And all like all the animals and wildlife here aren't moving. And the dude's just oh like, God. what do you fucking Holy mean? He's shit. like, homie, this is a video game. Because um, like his character, the dude he was talking to was like an NPC. Right. And he was just like, you're not real. And this NPC like starts having like this fucking breakdown in the like tech like existential crisis. Yeah, dude. And this guy's like, don't tell me that fuck you or like whatever. And then the, the NBC, like he runs away. He just is gone. And then like the guy's like super shaken. He's just I would have like, been like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude? He was like, what is happening? Like the dude was like freaking out. And then he like the NBC comes back and starts talking to him again. It's just like, it gets real fucking, creepy after we record this i will look it up on youtube because we've got to watch it it's like 10 minutes or something. my god but dude i don't know if i want to watch that man i might not be able to go to sleep it's so scary because you're just like what happens to games when no one cares anymore like and it's just like the nbc is like you know like the code's still running you know it's still running until they completely like wipe the servers but like with a lot of old games it's like there's the servers are still up when you think about it man um uh dark souls one right that game came out years ago and they just re-released it on playstation 4 like the middle to end of this year those servers for for that game for like playstation 3 or whatever like they were still running and they'd been running for like years and like the community was still there they were still playing it because it was just like a really good game that people loved however like they only like just now took those servers down. So if you think about it, if like it takes a company that long to like drop a server completely, um, who's to say that that doesn't happen all the time with games that nobody plays anymore, you know? And it's just like, there's a bunch of this like dead space and dead code that's still running for no one. Jesus. And like, I don't know. It's like really easy for me to make the fucking jump and my own noodle. That's just like, <laughs> all right, dude, if numbers move around enough, right. You know, this computer could kill me. Yeah. This like, <laughs> you know, these NPCs that are just like, that are just like running their code over and over and over and over and over again. You know, some shit might happen. Cause if, if you think about it, Jesus. like if you believe in, um, like uh, the Big Bang Theory, numbers and molecules or whatever moved around enough and then splody splode, we're fucking here now. And like, who's to say that that couldn't happen on a micro level inside of code? You know, like, I don't know. 
I'm not a scientist. I'm all, I'm all shaken up about it. Yeah. Is all I know. But it's that nuts, could totally man. fucking happen, dude. It's so wild. What like, is agency? That that code had run so long that that NPC had become sentient. Yeah, or somebody was fucking with him. But yeah, I don't like to believe that story. I like that's to not the, the sexy one. part of the yeah, story. Yeah, that's not the yeah, that's not the <laughs> sexy part. That's, well, I mean, that sounds definitely like one of those things. And I'm like, I'm a textbook overthinker. Yeah. So like, I hear stuff and I'm like, I'm like, how does this play out to where I get killed? Right. Like that's just me, like <laughs> in game, like. How does this NPC gr- jump into my iPhone right. and blow over my ear? Like a law-abiding citizen, my yeah. ass. Yeah, like, exactly. My phone blows up yeah. in my head. Blows up in my hand because no one talks on the phone anymore. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> at, at most, you're losing your right or left hand. Right you know on. what I'm saying? Like you'll live. <laughs> it's just that NPC is a fuckhead and blew you up a little bit. Well, I don't know if it's just like if it's like in that same vein, but is that kind of like the vibe that brought like Creepos Creep Show about? I know that's like your new project that you're working on uh-huh. now. Um, kind of talk to people about that project and what that entails. Cause it feels like that similar kind of vibe. Well, so <clears throat> Creepos Creep Show kind of happened honestly out of, and this is also like not sexy, but you know, uh, just sort of, uh, waiting right on me and one of the other <clears throat> Jordan Pritchard who is uh, on Creepos Creep Show he's also in Acosalypse um, he and I were at the office waiting for the dudes to show up and we knew that one of the guys was going to be like real late it was going to be like an hour late <clears throat> and my buddy Jordan had just watched House of a Thousand Corpses oh, and man. The Devil's Rejects Dr. Satan he fucking hated <laughs> Rob movies. Zombie he hated those movies I loved those movies so much in <laughs> high school. You know, in high Bring school, Rob I watched Zombie, them all man. the time. Dude. Who's I, your favorite director? Rob Zombie. Yeah. Okay. Fucking nerd. Like, <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, I was, you know, I was like 16 and my grandparents, like I grew up with my grandparents. Right and they hated Rob Zombie. So naturally, loved him. So I watched these movies all the time and uh, he, you know, came to record and he was like, Hey, I watched house of a thousand corpses and devil's rejects. I was like, pretty dope. Right. And he was like, fuck no. He was like, no, (laughs) they were trash. They were awful movies. And, um, he and I were already talking about, um, uh, streaming this game called dead by daylight. It's like a horror game. Super fun. And he came up with the name creepos creep show calling the stream creepos creep show. So we were like sitting around talking about how much he hated Rob Zombie. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey man, we've got an hour to kill. How about I just hit record and we talk about how you hate House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, why you don't think they work as good horror movies. And I will talk about how I like them. And um, we can call it Creepos Creep Show and it can be the podcast that goes along with or Twitch stream or whatever. He was like, all right. So then that's literally it. Like we hit record and we recorded for about 30, 35 minutes. That episode actually just came out like as a bonus episode. We thought that it'd be fun. Need to peep that. Yeah. Uh, We just thought it'd be fun to like, Hey, this is like the beta test of this whole show. Right. Um, But yeah. And, and then, so after that, we liked it so much that we were like, man, we got to find other people for this. So, 
I called Brian um, from Empire Strikes Comics. Like, he's like a friend of mine, and he's like all up into that shit. Like, horror, like horror comic books, horror movies, like all that. Like, he's like, he knows all about that stuff. And he's like a little, like, you know, he's older than us. So he's been watching like horror movies his entire life. So we were like, man, let's have him and Camille, his wife on the show and have like four of us. And we can do this every week. Like just riff. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, that's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. It was, dude, it's so much fun. I, I love it, man. Cause like I grew up watching horror movies. My best friend lived in a haunted house. And so it was just like, like that shit was just around me all the time. Just right like, let's watch movies that are like scary enough for us not to be able to go to sleep <laughs> in this haunted house where I'm scared to take a piss in the hall. You know, like <laughs> I yeah. hated walking down the hallway cause it felt like somebody was always looking at me, but you got to piss. So I do that and then come back to, you know, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I, I, at the time I was too young to know that there was the original one from the seventies that yeah. fucking rules. So, you know, we're watching the one that come out that came out in the two thousands and loved it. And, you know, watching scream, like growing up, watching scream was awesome. My, my first like delve into horror movies was not on purpose. My like aunt who is practically my sister forced me to watch child's play when I was oh my way God. too young, dude. And like, which one just the original? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And like, Fucking I was scared Charles of dolls. Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. I was scared of I was scared of dolls <laughs> until like twenty years from now, I'm dude. Still scared fuck of dolls, dude. Yeah, man. Like, I did not, <laughs> did not. Fuck dude, with it's that. scary, dude. Yeah. There's one there where Andy like goes to the army or some shit. Uh huh. It's like the third or the fourth one. Yeah. And I remember they're doing like training drills, and Chucky like replaces the blanks with real bullets. I'm like, this fucking little doll like terrorizing these dude, kids. Yeah piece of shit <laughs> charles lee ray fuck I, you chucky i i watched um uh, bride of chucky like oh my god rose couple, mcgowan like a month or so ago i was like man this movie's garbage but i can't stop watching it <laughs> like it's just like it's so bad it's she has a baby fun. like ugh. oh man it's, yeah dude i don't know those movies are wild but <laughs> I just thought that it'd be fun, you know, just like record. No, that's cool, about this man. Stuff. That's and very cool. It's been and a blast. What's dude. the frequency on that? Where can people like, uh, is it every week or what? Yeah. Every Friday, uh, every Friday we come out with a new episode and, um, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, that's legit. We try and do side shows like creepo, like, so creepos creep shows, the show. And then we have creepos side shows, which are like side episodes. Dude, that's so perfect. Anywhere. Like, dude, how that works out. That's I, so perfect. It was so nice because I was like, what are we going to call our bonus episodes? And I was like, side episodes, side shows, dope. You know, and right. just like have it's kind of like carnival type theme. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this isn't like concrete at all, but like when uh, we start like doing tri like Twitch streaming, like on a <coughs> sl like more professional level, just call it like Creepo's Game Show or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Know. You know, it's That'd just be like funny. all that stuff just kind of like works yeah, it's accidentally like, really well. Right on. But to, I guess we, we talked about him before we started recording. Mike Allen. Shout out to Mike. Mike. Uh, 
the inaugural guest of Boys or uh, Boys yeah. of uh, Tunes Tunes podcast. He was uh, on Boys. We love too. you, Mike. He was on Boys yeah. not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Kiss that boy on the cheek. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I hit him up to make the logo for Creepos Creep Show um, because he does amazing work. He does. And. Dude, he got back to me so fast with like... <laughs> boy, don't play, man. That dude, boy don't play. He does not... If there's one thing Mike Allen does not do, it's fuck around. It's play. Yeah, or play. Yeah, he doesn't play. It's a fuck Unless around. Unless it's bass, baby. <laughs> yeah. Because then he's laying down some nasty lines. Yeah. He, that's he, at Muddy Malin. If you guys need any graphic design work. Yeah. Uh, I suggest you reach out to Mike. He's a wonderful, handsome man. He is. He... When he sent me that logo, I was sitting around with everyone else and I opened it up and like audibly I was like, oh my God. You're like, bruh. Yeah. I was like, guys, check <laughs> this out. And I showed it to everyone and they were like, wow, like that is perfect. And like, he probably did that shit on like a really like tight turnaround. Dude, he loved, he, he told me he that did he did in like had, a day. Like, look at this. I did in a day. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like all I did was like. I had like an idea for what I wanted to look like. I was like, Hey, um, can you get me like, I'm gonna need a fat clown <laughs> with blood on this somewhere. And like, maybe like a, <laughs> the top of a circus tent in the background, you know? Um, and then like, yeah, I think it was like a week later, he sends me a perfect, like perfect color scheme, perfect logo. To the point where I was just like, I, I, I can't even like, I have no critiques for you other than like <laughs> perfect. He was like, Hey, is this, is this okay? Like, bro, this is, this is top notch. This is the best tier one yeah. shit. It was great. Miguel like, Allen will drink to that. Yeah. Had to pop a new V house. <laughs> he was great. Are you looking on your BO over there? Oh, I'm, I'm already done with mine. Might have to crack a new one. So, yeah, it's definitely, like, I mean, it's cool to see, like, you kind of have a variety of, like, things that you're into, like, right now, especially as, like, in regards to, like, podcasts, like, stuff you're working on. Yeah. So, uh, another one that you're into that you started was, you talked about a little bit before, about Icosalypse. Yeah. Um, and I had mentioned to you that I barely started playing Dungeons & Dragons this year. Yeah. Um, but I'm super into it. Uh, me and my... Uh, my group, we meet every other week for our campaign. Sick. It's a homebrew, just like Icosalypse. Hell yeah. And so, uh, yeah, super dope. We're, uh, he's kind of based, our DM kind of based the uh, whole thing around um, Goblins, that online comic. I've I don't know if you've heard goblins, of it. but no. Yeah, it's just an online comic that yeah. he was super into. I've never <clears> checked <throat> it out or anything, but it's uh, the whole vibe of it is like um, Goblins have become like uh, adventurers. Okay. So like my guy, like my character I'm playing is a hobgoblin rogue. Dude, hobgoblins so, are so sick. Yeah, it's pretty I, dope. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Daxos the second is my character's name. Yeah. Uh, wait, say <laughs> that again. Daxos the second. Daxos the second. That's sick, dude. And I was like, what can I think of the is the coolest shit? And I always, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I always think anything with an X in it. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> that's the man. Um, I I made a hobgoblin. Back in the day, I was like, man, this is maybe eight or nine years ago. I made a um, hobgoblin monk. Legit. He so you've fucked. been into D&D &D for a while then, right? 
Dude, uh, I've been playing D&D since I was 12. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I've always, like, wanted to. And yeah. then, like, I don't know if I kind of got on with, like, this bandwagon of, like, everyone that was, like, super into it when, like, Stranger Things came out. Because, yeah. you know, there was, like, a big resurgence of it, like, yeah. when people were into that. But I was just, like, I don't know. Like, I'd always kind of teetered on it. And then, like, a couple of my friends were getting together, and they were, like, do you want to play? And I was, like, sure. Yeah. So we played kind of, like, halfway on one. It was, like, a module out of, like, the book. And yeah. that was cool, but then um, our buddy was like, let me DM and I'll write the story. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty cool. It's been going great so far. We we all have like our backstories. Yeah. And we gave him the DM and he's written us in like, we'll get to a town and it'll be like pretty evident. Like, oh shit, this is my art because yeah. I see like someone that's like a fellow hobgoblin or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, dude. So he like writes our story into like the encounters yeah. and stuff. So, so are it's you been having- pretty neat, man. Are you having fun? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. And he's told me, like, I think it's great to have him as a DM because, like, he's told me about DMs that he's had where they're like, okay, well, you need to be sure that you have enough arrows for that. And, like, yeah. keeping, like, and I get that that's part of the game. And, like, it, to truly play it is, like, to have all that shit. And, like, yeah. you think of all that those things. Yeah. But that's not fun to him. So he's yeah. like, no, like, yeah, like, shoot an arrow. It's yeah, fine. dude. Like, you know, Rule, rules light is like, to me, the best way to He play plays D&D. pretty fast and loose. But yeah. like, I mean, there's things like, of course, if we have like magic items, like I had a couple of magic arrows. He's yeah. like, okay, like, we're keeping inventory on those. Exactly. Like, yeah. You don't get unlimited ones of those. Definitely. But like, for just like regular plain Jane arrows, it's like, yeah. Eh. Um, D&D to me is the best game that's ever been created. Just because um, it's so sandboxed, man. You can do whatever you want. Like, you can literally do anything that you want. Like, anything that your imagined shits out, you can no, yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> within reason, there's rules, right? Well, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean you like, gotta make some rolls, but. Right. But um, it's uh, just such a fun experience i i honestly like i miss the days of first starting D because like you're <laughs> to me like i was okay so i was 12 it was new year's eve and me two of my friends played and our dm was our friend's dad what that's playing. awesome yeah he'd been playing his whole life so he was like i mean he was like very rules heavy just like you know uh, which is fine. I mean, that's cool. It's a good way to start. You right know, on. 12, yeah. like discipline. So, yeah. And, um, uh, dude, I had so much fun, but it was a one shot, you know, like he wasn't going oh, like, right. to be our DM. You right. Know? He just did it that night. And I remember just like aching to play so bad again, you know, <laughs> but like when you're that young, it's just like, okay, uh, we got to find out who's got the books. Right. And then if they don't and have the who books. Can, how can we get to their house? Like, yeah. Can mom take me? Exactly. Like, how can we get to their house? How can we all, like, can our, will our parents all buy us the player's handbook so that we know how to, you know, roll our characters? Like, dude, there's like, there's not a whole lot of money that goes in D&D. But when you're like 12 and like asking for money for your parents, like those books are like, I don't know, like. 35 to 50 dollars right she was like hey mom uh can you give me 50 dollars <laughs> buy this? me this book yeah and then like your dad or 
grandpa or whatever is just like, I didn't raise no fucking nerd. And it's just like, no, bro, you did. <laughs> but you did. Yeah. my That wasn't my parents. I mean, my, my grandparents are the reason why I am the way that I am. Like, I grew up watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Right on. Like, Every day. Is your, was your grandpa like into that? Oh, my grandma and grandpa were huge into it, dude. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Fucking huge. Like, you come from a long line of nerds. Yeah. I, that is Here's some truth. money. Go watch a Star Wars. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so let me try and like. Trace your nerd lineage. When, <laughs> when DVDs started being a thing, right? Like where you would just go buy your DVDs, whatever. I mean, I remember like having dick loads of VHS tape <laughs> all over the fucking place, right? Right on. But then when DVDs started becoming more popular, Star Trek was like, oh shit, let's start releasing TNG. Like, as like box sets type uh, thing? Yeah, and like seasoned box set DVDs. Right on. My parents would order that shit from a catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like, and oh then every month, <laughs> a new amazing. season of TNG would show up at our house. The gift that keeps on getting. Yeah. And so, It'd be like one of those late night 800 numbers. Call now to, for yeah. five easy installments. Yeah, exactly, dude. That's like, yeah. So, okay, we we got those every every month. And then when Voyager, Star Trek Voyager came out, they did the same thing. And then they went back and bought all of the movies, like good and bad. Oh, my God. They're completionists. Dude, my parents, I don't know what it was about like the late 90s or early 2000s where there was fucking plates of everything. Yeah, I had Dude. like Hercules plates. Yeah, that. my parents had, <laughs> we had this bookshelf, right? That was like an L that our TV was in the middle. But right there on. was like an L-shaped book, like three like rows, right? Yeah. The first row was the entire cast of the original Star Trek, like Picard style, or I'm sorry, Kirk style, all on painted plates. Painted plates? Second row, the TNG cast, all on painted plates. <laughs> Third row was fucking Voyager, all painted Dude, plates. Dude, it, it was a decade of plates. Dude. The yeah, plate decade. Plates you never ate on. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, what are we doing here? I'll like, show you in that, you know, like had that cool swag over here in the yeah. studio. In the main room where, like, the, the recording equipment is, uh -huh. um, there's, I gave Steven, that runs the tower here, um, mm -hmm. I found a set of glasses. Yeah. I don't remember where I got these from. Steven's a huge Star Trek fan. And uh, I just found these random glasses. They're, like, just, like, yay big or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they have, like, Kirk on them. One was Spock and it got ruined, but oh. there's Scotty and someone else. That's awesome. I'd love to check them out when we get in there. Yeah, dude. But yeah, it's funny, man. Everyone, I remember watching that shit. Like, it'll come on after the news. Yeah. Oh, I, I've gone back <laughs> and watched uh, TNG on Netflix. Like, I was just like, oh shit, this is all here. Dope. Yeah. Let's do it. It's like, one of those things, like, even he says, just like put it on, like, you're not even necessarily watching TV. Like sometimes yeah. like I do this thing where like I have to have the TV on. Like I need to turn the TV on because I'm on my computer. Right. <laughs> I need to <laughs> I need to have my TV on because I'm alive and I'm a person in my room right now. Yeah. Just dude. Assault my senses with yeah. everything. Like I like, all right. I'm not gonna watch the next <laughs> generation, but I need to hear Captain Picard's voice today. <laughs> That's what I have to do. Yeah, dude. Like 
lastly, they had a four plate square set. Oh, right on. That was. Oh, that wasn't the end of the that collection. That wasn't the end okay. of it. This is the last. This Sorry is about the, that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it was four plates. They got one plate every month for four months. And you put them all together. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I'm not making this shit up. So one plate would have like the Borg square ship like shooting, right? And then there would be like like small like away shuttles, you know? Right on. And then the next like a plate, scene? Oh, dude. It was a four <laughs> like a, plate square scene. Like a four finger ring yeah. plate uh, set. Yeah. And then it was like the Borg ship and then like the Enterprise, Voyager, <laughs> The original Enterprise <laughs> all firing at like the Borg ship and like a Romulan ship would show up too. And That's it was just amazing. Like, dude. Some s- top tier shit, man. There's like wicked cool, bro. Like Star Trek got on that that uh merch game for sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's just capitalizing. Yeah. Is that Gene Roddenberry? Yeah. Is that who created it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought, because yeah. he uh he did some other stuff. But I always remember seeing his name and like in that mm-hmm. Star Trek font. Yeah, dude. And like I mean, they, they had, like, painted plates. They had fucking, um, what are they called? Universal remotes that look like phasers. Just like, bro, <laughs> what are we doing? Set phasers is a stunt. Yeah. I always remember that Taking Back Sunday song. Which one? Set phasers the stunt. I I didn't listen to a lot of Taking oh, Back yeah. Sunday. Oh, yeah. It was a song called, it was that, and it was based off of Star Trek. Like, oh, I guess these guys are fans, too. That's rad. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I say all that to say that I really like D&D. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm glad that you are playing it. Uh, it's, it's Anyway, here's all the Star Trek stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a it's a great game, dude. Like no, I love it, man. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. And D&D yeah. or the uh the DM you have makes a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. And I uh, like I was telling you earlier, I uh started listening to Icoslips. I'm a little behind right now, but you actually make it you make it a lot of fun for them on there. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm glad you like it. Uh, like the the world that we play in. So I write like short stories, just like on the side for fun. Like, and they're all like, they're like horror. But like, I'm a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan. So oh, like, nice. Yeah, all my short stories like. I like to try and have a feel of like H.P. Lovecraft meets D and D. Like, I like to have like, um, like a fantasy world with like real evils in it. So um I essentially just made it a, a whole continent essentially uh for my like short stories that I write and then I just this whole campaign is just them playing in that world. That's legit, man. That's like, so cool. It's it's a lot of fun and I've done like one shots of like the way that I like to like do short stories is like I'll write a short story and I'm like okay, I like this now I'm going to have my friends that like to play D and D reenact this short story that I wrote. And if they like playing it, that I know that I wrote a decent short story right on. Yeah. So I've That's done, true. yeah, I've done, I've done it a couple of times and both times, like people really seem to enjoy it. And it was just like fun because then it's just like, I know exactly what's happening. Right I know on. what's behind that corner. Cause you, or, you wrote the story. Yeah. Cause I you know. like wrote. That's the nice thing about it being a homebrew. Cause yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. Um, you have like that classic DM thing of like, I feel like our DM has this a lot that he's like, spends a shitload of time on an encounter mm-hmm. and we like breeze past it. Yeah. And he'll throw in something that's just like really minor and then we're just like fucked by yeah. it. We're like, what? We can't figure this <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, do you have that a lot? You feel like? Uh, I, like, we had a like hiccup in the campaign where 
I wrote this story and like I try and write stuff where like I don't want it to feel linear. I, I want people to be able to like right move on. around. But when you don't account for them moving around to the point where it's like I plan on this one big terrible thing happening at one point and they like all that needs to happen is they have to go to this area and do a certain thing. And then this big, terrible thing is set into motion. That doesn't work when your characters are level four or five and they accidentally wind up doing that thing. Right. And I think I remember that an encounter like that. Yeah. And then you guys were super low HP and some guys were getting like hit with some crit yeah. damage and it was like, Ugh! yeah, you guys were like, fuck. Yeah. It's we're taking like, a long rest after this. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, but at the same time, like I'm not going to, I don't like babying my players. Yeah. Too, fair enough. It's just like, all it's right, like that balance should have hit the fan. You guys can always run, <laughs> you know, like if right. one of you guys drops, like fucking leave, like, you know, attack like, opportunity, but, you yeah, gotta run the fuck out, yeah. dude. So like, you know, live to fight another day. Yeah, or if like there's a big baddie around the corner and you know that that's happening, like go get help. Right. Like, there's a whole, literally a whole world of like NPCs and there's like kingdoms. Like there's armies in these worlds, and if you make a good enough case, roll a roll a crit on some charisma and kiss your way into <laughs> it, dude. You can get an army by your side if, right on. if possible. You know. Broker some deals, you know. <laughs> Do some shit, man. Like that's the beauty of D and D, man. Because like I, I play, I play rogues. That's I love. I've only ever played a rogue. Yeah, that's that's my shit. Played a human rogue, and now I'm playing a hobgoblin. When playing a rogue. Yeah, uh, my my favorite class in D and D is the Beguiler, and they were in three point five, and they are a rogue, but they're also a spellcaster. But they specialize nice. in illusionary magic and like charms and stuff like that. That's so pimp. all of their spells, like none of their spells really do damage. Like if they have a spell that does damage, it does subdual damage. So it doesn't kill people, it knocks them out. Right on. But then like every four levels, <clears throat> they can get real heavy into numbers right here. So every fourth level, <laughs> you get this thing called advanced learning. And so I can pick um say say I do it at eighth level. Uh and I can cast fourth level spells. Like that's the highest spell slot I have. Right. At eighth level, I can pick a like the highest level spell slot that I have, like third level. I can pick a wizard's or sorcerer or warlock spell, any of them, that's a third level spell. So I would always take a damaging spell because I never had one. Because of course. Yeah. So like, you know, but, but the Beguilers, they don't have the, um, sneak attack that rogues have. They don't have that just like, okay, if you do get too close, I'm gonna fuck you up. So my character was really good at just like talking my way out of situations or charming people. And like, I made that character, I played that campaign with my Beguiler. His name was Jack Oliver, uh, is what everyone knew him as. Uh, but his real name was Ganon Ringard. And the people that I played with, one girl I was dating 
two of them were like some of my best friends and they didn't know the real name of my character until a year and a half. That's a good, uh, that's good character playing (laughs) dude. Give you a point of inspiration. Yeah, it was, thank you. Um, (laughs) but like, it was so funny cause like they legit felt betrayed. Like uh, it was a betrayal (laughs) in real life. Hey, I'm playing my character, right? What y'all mean? Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? So we didn't know your name <laughs> at all. And like, and in game, it was like years. Like our, our campaign lasted until we were level 30. Like My we, God. we had 10 like levels and like, um, uh, what is it? Prestige class levels. Right on. Like that campaign ended up with us becoming gods. Like That's insane. Yeah. It was, it was gnarly, but yeah, I mean like our characters in game didn't know my character's name for like, 20 years of their life. That's insane. And then eventually you think, you know, someone, yeah, eventually something happened. It was like, I, my character became like chaotic evil at one point. And like, I was a real bad dude. And then I had to, I somehow got a hold of this armor that had a demon in it. And I took it purposefully because I was just like, okay, there's a demon that's going to take control of me from time to time. But this armor has wicked ass resistance right on, on. It. and <laughs> it's like it some has, plate armor or something. Yeah, it was, it was, it was actually, it was plate armor <laughs> that my character could wear because it was mithril plate armor. Shit. Uh, and so I could only wear like medium armor because right. it was, uh, because your class, but since it's mithril plate, it drops the level down from heavy to medium. So I could wear it still. What did I bring your AC up to? It was dude. Was it just like stupid? It or was what? stupid. Like, and then on top of that, like my character, like I would go in like before any fight, I would have this mithril plate armor. I would fly like a hundred feet up in the air and then I would turn invisible too at the beginning of every fight. That's amazing. So I would just be like a hundred feet above everyone, literally just casting these spells that didn't do damage. So I wouldn't become an, I wouldn't become visible but I would be doing damage that would just like make people do whatever I wanted to. I was like this like floating fucking like what a <laughs> master of puppets, if right you on, will. Yeah. That was just like, you know, like I would do the spell that if they failed the will save, they would like be under my command for a certain amount of time and they would do what I told them to do. And, uh, at one point I had this staff that had like great, like it was a legendary item at one point because like, I was level 20 and I just made it a legendary weapon. It was like, Oh, just by default. Well, we had to find this like certain place to dip our items into. Oh, gotcha. Like fountain. It was like a fountain of youth. And that's cool uh, though. Yeah. Like my character, like everyone else didn't want to get in the fountain of youth, but I was like, I'm totally getting in the fountain of youth. I don't want to die. Oh, do you not want to? I don't, I don't know because they just, they, they wanted to, they just thought that it was like not, not the natural. right thing to do. Yeah, it wasn't natural, but it's fucking D and D. Yeah, but <laughs> what's funny is like my character, like I ran this like underground, like I, I had infiltrated this underground like mafia, so to speak, and I had married into the family, and then killed the my wife's <laughs> brother and father, taken over it stopped slave trading and like this, these drug operations. I was just like, we're just in it for the money, but I'm not trying to fucking have slaves or deal in drugs. Like we'll do like other things, whatever. And no one in my campaign knew about it at all. (laughs) And that's crazy. Uh, and so like I was this thief and I had this like big thieves guild for like 
ever. That Thieves Guild has actually been in every single campaign that I've ever made since. But um, no one in the party knew that I had gotten into the Fountain of Youth. But my character was really good at disguising myself. So I talked to my DM and I was just like, hey, the older I get, I'm going to start putting makeup on to disguise myself or magically disguise myself to look like I'm aging like everyone else. So everyone thought that I was aging. Was that out of game? Out of game, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I like I'd call you my... You sneaky fucker. Yeah. Like, you called him? I called hey, him. Hey, out of game. Yeah, uh. out of game. Yeah, dude, I, yeah. It was... Uh, That's... What a ruse. Yeah. I mean, you kept up... With, I would have been... I wouldn't have been mad. I'd be like, wow, this guy's dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> That was something. It was, it That's was fun awesome, though, dude. dude. Like D&D is so great. Like, and it's just like a really good way for people to like tap into a different side of themselves. Well, creativity, especially. Yeah. When you're writing the stories, like getting into the role playing, uh, just like that fantasy world of it. Yeah. To, to me, I always thought that it was fun for people that were like, I've had introverted friends and I've had extroverted friends. I'm more of like an extroverted type of person, but like I like it gives me the opportunity to try and step in the shoes of someone that is introverted. If my character is or somebody who's introverted to step into the shoes of someone who's extroverted because you're not yourself right on at the table. You get to be somebody else and just kind of try and see what it's like to do things a different way than you would on a day to day basis. Like, I just think it's something kind of fun that people can tap into, you know? Well, but it's a nice creative outlet too. Just of like super f- writing the backstory. Like yeah. that was super fun for me Isn't like, that, yeah, to dude. write my guy's backstory. And it was just like, I don't know how much my DM knows about anime, but it was like a ton of shit about anime. It was just like from like where he was from to like his guild to like, you know, just like everything. Yeah. But it's just like, I mean, I, I, f- I really feel like I see like a lot of parallels there. And I know you said you're into anime. Uh, you're into a, you were into a couple shows that we discussed like ad nauseum on the show, but two that are always really uh, you know high on recall. One that I wanted to talk to you about was FLCL. How did you uh, first get into that? Was just that were you just like a fan of Toonami and you saw it on there or what? Uh, yeah. So my best friend at the time that I've told you about uh, lived on like the haunted house. Uh, he and I. Uh, had watched, we had watched it on Toonami when it came out the first time around. And then it started like doing, like started playing reruns. Right. On. So we recorded the whole <coughs> show on VHS. That's classic, and man. So we Sidebar had- real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I had another guest on and we talked about doing the same thing. Yeah is that we made mixtapes yeah. on VHS tapes of different shit on Toonami. And one of them was like, one of the things was like the bumpers between shows. Uh-huh. And so there was one where it was like a ska band did like the song about Jabberjaw. Okay. Do you remember that at all? It sounds familiar. I feel like I saw a ska band on Toonami. Like, you know. Right on. It was just like one of those things. I was like, I wonder if he's done shit like that. But it sounds like you were just like recording the show mostly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we that's cool. We really liked it. I mean, like the style was so cool, and like it made me love a Rickenbacker bass for sure. That shit was tight. Um, like 
Like Paul McCartney, baby. Dude, it was... Hit someone over the head with it. Yeah, and then a robot pops out <laughs> of your fucking dome. Like, it was just so cool. Was really. it just like the style that kind of got you into it? or Yeah, what? definitely. It was just yeah. like... It was the style of the cool robots, like the fact that I barely knew what was happening. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. it's just and like, it's super short, so you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was it's like, like six episodes or something. Yeah, like that. it was like, "What just happened to me? Like, what did I just watch?" Like, but we watched it all the time because we had it on VHS, so we would watch it all the time. Uh, but it was probably like my first like delve into anime, and I haven't really got into anime really other than Fully Cooly FLCL. And like um, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon right? Ball Z. I mean, that's just like the you know the the tsunami block. Like everybody was super into that. Yeah, and I mean, and even me, like I'll have people on the show, and even when I talk to people out and about, everyone thinks I'm like super like knowledgeable about anime. Yeah, but I'm really not. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's I, so I do the show because much. I want to learn. Yeah, and so I have people on that know shit about. Shows maybe that I haven't checked out yeah. or I don't know that much about. So I can like space jam their knowledge away from them. Yeah. And like <laughs> add it to my repertoire. Right. And so it's just like one of those things of like, I'm like, and I've said, I probably say this every episode, but I'm like the self-professed like basic bitch fan of anime. So like yeah. anything that I was on Toonami, like that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I just dipped a toe in, man. I'm not even... Not even at your level, like not even close, dude. Because like yeah. you know, I like I loved FLCL. I watched um, uh, what was it? Inuyasha. I watched oh, yeah. some episodes Inuyasha. of Inuyasha. Kagome. I thought that was super cool. I thought that uh, Yu Yu Hakusho sucked. I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, that was an acquired taste. Yeah, that, that one's polarizing. Either people hate it or love it. Yeah, There's no middle I, ground. I just like. I didn't really like the way that anyone looked. So it's just like, right I don't on. care. Like, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Uh, I shouldn't say that it sucked. People loved it. I just didn't. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. To but, you, it sucked. Um, yeah. Dragon Ball Z rules. Uh, I, I say that, but if you try and go back and watch Dragon Ball Z, the original it's, series is a rough watch. Uh, yeah, because it takes them four episodes to do a fucking thing. We'll see, and yeah, and, and he has stuff like Kai. Because uh-huh. Dragon Ball Z Kai is the streamlined version of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. So all that shit that you're like, four episodes of power up, that's just all cut down to yeah. one episode. And it, it wasn't Kai, like, there was, like, blood in it, like, a lot yeah, more, Yeah, there too. was, like, it was, like, a, a weird thing about, like, Toonami during the day. Yeah. Because there's like Toonami during the day that was like, it was the four kids dub is what it was. It was this company and they would dub anime to basically make it acceptable for kids to watch. Yeah. To what they thought was acceptable. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's anything from like in Sailor Moon, there's mm-hmm. two of the characters that were lesbians. Oh, really? But in the four kids dub, they're cousins. Gotcha. You know, okay, kids and cousins. Yeah. Uh in Dragon Ball Z, they show blood, and there's a lot of cussing and stuff, actually. Yeah. And then in, like, Gundam Wing, I don't know if you ever seen that show. I dabbled. Okay, so, like, that show, they couldn't, like, during the day, they would say destroy, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't show any blood. Yeah. At night, they would say kill, and they did show blood. Gotcha. So it's just, like, these subtle things yeah. that were, like, different, but. Yeah. I, I still, man, Nickelodeon, not Nickelodeon, <laughs> Cartoon Network. <laughs> 
Cartoon Network was my go-to. It had all my jams on it. Right like, on. And then it had Toonami. So it had like the late night dope ass shows. Um, and even to this day, dude, like, um, like they have adventure time or had adventure time, regular show, um, Steven universe, Bro, regular shows, my shit, dude, regular show, my fucking <sighs> shit. Bunch uh, of baby ducks, send them to the moon. Dude. So the machine that doesn't work, send, send it, it to, to the, the moon. moon. And that's episode one. Yeah, like dude. I'm fucking dying at this dude, show, bro. Have you seen two in the AM PM? Uh, uh-uh. <sighs> bruh. It's, is that what season is that in? No, no, no. That's that's before. Oh, so I forget who who creates or like who is the creator? Oh, like Quinn. Like yeah, something, what something is it? Quinn. I'm gonna totally not Google it right now while you're stalling. Um, so <laughs> before regular show, he had this little short called Two in the A.M. P.M. and it's the voice actors from regular show who do. Who is it? J.G. Quintel. Quintel. Okay. You knew Quint was in there somewhere. Yeah. So uh, it's two of the voice actors from regular show, and it's like these two dudes that's set um, in a gas station convenience store on Halloween. <laughs> and like they're just like, you know, fucking around. And it's all black and white. It's all sketch. Like you can still see, like it's like a rough sketch, you know. And one of them's like, like a stoner dude. He's got like longer hair. He's like, hey, man, you want some candy? <laughs> and the other dude's like, no, thanks though. And he's like, it's Halloween, dude. Have some candy, man. And he's just like, fine. So he, you know, takes the candy. Long story short, candy's drugged. And oh, shit. Uh, Roofied. Uh, they start like hallucinating because there's acid in the candy that they both just Jesus. ate. And the cool thing is like the both these dudes, like like the guy who's like the stoner dude is the same dude who voices Mordecai. And, what? and when they like are start going on this acid trip, they start turning into a bunch of different like animals and stuff like that. One of them turns into Mordecai. One of them turns into the Rigby. Blue Jay. One of yeah. And one of them, bones. Yeah, <laughs> and one of them turns into fucking uh, Benson. <laughs> and like you see all the characters that will then become the regular like, show. Regular show, and nice. it's just like I. That's Loved crazy, it. dude. dude. I need so to check that funny. out. Yeah, you should check it what out. What's it called one more time? Two in the AM PM. Two in the AM PM. Yeah, man. It's like dude. the humor just in that show just cracks my shit up. He's coming dude. out with a new show too that's coming out soon. Really? Or it just came out. Yeah. It's funny because like regular show I stayed up on till until like they started adding like regular people. Yeah. Like humans. Uh-huh. I was like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. I still watched some of it though and i would have watched all of it if i could have but i I didn't have cable anymore but right on yeah i uh, saw it on like hulu or something i still like i still liked it that i was just like man this is still fine but like the new show that he's doing it's all regular people but it's like all like it seems like it's all people that are like in their like mid-20s early 30s that are still just kind of like they party still and they're just kind of like you know, kind of shitty, but cool. Like, you know, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It, it seems like a fun show. It's just like, right okay, on. yeah, this would be the next show. I'm just glad that they ended regular show when they did. So it wasn't like this 31 season long thing that doesn't Some matter. drag anymore. out fucking thing. Yeah. And the same thing for adventure time, you know, like right on. that, that show is so good. Like, and what's funny is they tried to 
they wanted Nickelodeon. Like the creators of Adventure Time were like, "Yeah, we want this on this bracket." You said it got knocked down the second round. Yeah, it didn't make it very far at all. And I was like, "What the fuck? You should stop hanging out with those people." I know, <laughs> dude. I was. I felt. Uh, yeah, I felt betrayed at the very end because, like, who ended up winning? I was like, "What the fuck? Who dude? won? Rugrats." Yawn. Dude. I know. I'm like, dude, the show's not even that good. No. Like, Hey Arnold is like my favorite show on Nickelodeon. Hey Arnold destroys Rugrats, dude. The only reason any why... day of the week, but people's like, I don't know. People sometimes get into it. It's like they like a show because of nostalgia instead of uh-huh. like on the merits of the show, right? And so I'm like, man, like, miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, for sure, 100%. I feel you 100%. So, sorry, Emily, I know you're probably listening, but you talk. she talked me out of, like, picking Dexter's Lab over Powerpuff Girls at the very end, like, the Cartoon Network round. What? So what we did was, like, it was Cartoon Network on the top bracket, Nickelodeon on the bottom. Right. So we got to the end of Cartoon Network and the end of Nickelodeon yeah. with those shows against each other. So, okay, I, like... I loved Powerpuff Girls, like, and I felt like I should. It was good because I was because I was like a little boy, and, very you know, heavily anime influenced as well. Dude, it rules, man! Like, I had like I had a crush on Buttercup, dude. I was like, yo, she's what's up, like, well, she, strong woman. Yeah, dude, uh, like, loved that show. Dexter's Lab was my jam, though. Like, dude, Dexter's Lab was the shit. Yeah. Freaking Gindy, man, Gindy Tartakovsky. It was. It was such a fun show, and Dexter, I don't know, I wasn't, like, a smart, well, I guess, I was told I was smart when I was little, I wasn't, I was just like anybody else, (laughs) but, like, you know, it's just, like, I felt a connection to Dexter, it was just, like, yeah, annoying, older sister, maybe not even older, she was just taller, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right, and, like, you just want to be left alone, and, like, build cool stuff like i was like way into lego so it's just like i don't have a secret lab but i'll build a fucking castle out of legos you know (laughs) like uh dexter's lab was so fun Um, it's good man that and powerpuff girls i mean there were some heavy hitters for sure dude yeah shout out our guy jim venable real quick friend of the show we had him on he did the score for powerpuff girls worked on dexter's lab worked on samurai jack dude yeah he's a good dude that's sick yeah he's a good kid he's a good guy he sent us some music. He also did the theme for like Foster's Home. Dude, Foster's Home was cool. Yeah, it was neat. Like I, I didn't watch a whole lot of it. Cause, same, yeah. But like I appreciated the show. I was like, all right, I get you for sure. Like I, I get that. Dexter's Lab, though. I mean, like that show is just like on another level. Yeah. Um. So I like that one. I like that Ed and Eddie for sure. How do you feel about Courage the Cowardly Dog? Courage was one that kind of got knocked out on that on that um, bracket episode earlier than I thought I would too. But I thought it was so, like, I don't know. There wasn't really another show that was like that. And yeah. it referenced a lot of stuff in pop culture that I thought was cool. Like, there was a guy that they had on there named, like, Quentin Tarantella. And he was supposed yeah. to be, like, a nod to Quentin Tarantino. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, like, okay, like, I see you guys doing a nod to Tarantino in yeah. this, like, kids show. Like, that's legit. Yeah. I, like, I, I liked it a lot just because it looked completely different from all the other shows, too. And it, like, sort of had, um, oh, the feel of, like, when I, when I was growing up, like, my my grandpa, um, he didn't race dirt track cars, but his brother did. And, like, <laughs> uh, my family kind of, like, you either race cars or you join the army sort right. of 
That's crazy, right? So I would always see like the, I forget like what the artist's name is, but like the RR, like the big, like the rats and like the, you know, like small hot rods with like the rats with like big heads and their eyes shooting out, you know, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, is that weird? Like rat rod stuff. Yeah. Like, like, like really extreme, like fucking weird art that revolved around cars, like hot rod cars. Um, but like the first time I saw courage, the cowardly dog, it reminded me of that. Cause like courage would like freak out and his eyes would pop out of his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he'd get like scared and his hair would shoot up and his eyes would pop out and his tongue would pop out. And I was he would just, do like, just like a different thing. Every time I got scared and I like yeah. cracked my shit up. It was, it was awesome. And it was so dark, dude. Like I was scared to watch that show sometimes. Sometimes it got a little like, damn dude, he got yeah. like abducted by like, Duck aliens? Yeah. And, like, and what like, the fuck? Hustis and Muriel got turned <laughs> into... Stupid dog, you make me look bad. You make me look bad. But they got, like, at one point, like, Hustis got turned into, like, a like a wrecking ball thing, and Muriel was turned into, like, a, a washing machine, and Hustis beat the fuck out of her as, like, a big crane. <laughs> and, like, they were on this island, and, like little baby courage had to figure out how to make him people again. And she's like, how's this <laughs> dog going to do this? This is purple dog. Like damn doggy dude. And he was freaking, he was like a little worry wart too. So it's yeah. always really funny. And the, my, like one of my favorite characters in that show is the asshole British computer. That just oh like yeah. Called him names <laughs> and shit. It's just like, bro, he's just trying to, help people and it's just oh my god it was so great no that's pretty funny yeah that one didn't make it as far as i thought it would we did i don't know it was more it reminds me of like march madness so it was yeah. like like i was saying it was like cartoon network up top nickelodeon in the bottom and we got all the way to the end where we got put one show one like one network against the other with like the ultimate show so it ended up being like powerpuff girls versus rugrats yeah and then Rugrats like pulled it out and it's just like, man, like, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Well, like the whole thing of the show, like that episode was supposed to be like, it was supposed to feature three people and me moderating. But like one of the girls dropped out like the day before uh-huh. and I was like, oh shit, like I have to like make a bracket now. Yeah. And whereas like before it was just going to be like moderating it, like moving it along. Yeah. And so I was like, felt super invested. So I was like, dang it. <laughs> Uh, see, both of those I wouldn't say would be like the 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 number one for that network. Like, right? Don't get me wrong. You know, uh, Powerpuff Girls rad, and Rugrats is fine. Is what it was. Yeah, but I feel like Hey Arnold res- like resonated with me more because like he was more like they were more like kind of our age, you know, right. or, like someone to look up to. Well, shit was real, man. Like, yeah, dude. He helps Mr. Wynn find his daughter. Yeah, like, like there bro, was some, there was some, like high stakes in the show. Yeah, dude. Like when Abner gets lost, you're like, oh, where's Abner, dude? And like Rugrats, what are, like little ass kids, bro? They got diapers on. Still. They get all grown up though later, and that shit was Garbo. Yeah. Was but, garbo nonsense? I don't know, but I don't know what would have been like the the 
main heavy hitter for Cartoon Network just because there were so many good shows. Right on. Yeah, I remember the logo for a while. It was like literally it was like Dexter's lab or it was Dexter looking like to the side in his glasses. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like he was like the Cartoon Cartoons logo. Yeah. Because there was a yeah, it was basically right. like the Nicktoons of Cartoon Network. It was like Cartoon Cartoons and Nicktoons. Yeah. And that was like my whole approach to that episode was like Let's put these guys versus these guys. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was like heavy hitters like Rocket Power, Invader Zim. Like. See, Invader Zim was really good. Rocket Power was dope. Um, I I wish I could have watched more Invader Zim. Yeah, I never got super into that one myself, but it was just like. The art style was rad. Well, it was just like, I don't know if it was just like me being jaded, but it was like. The freaking like hot topic fan culture like took that shit over, and I was just like, dude, like, yeah, get this fucking girl like fingerless gloves away from me, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so specific, but you know exactly no, what I'm talking I about. I know exactly what you're okay. So, it's how, a, how old are you? 27. 27? So, I'm a couple okay. years older than you, yeah, awesome. So, yeah, for sure, dude, like, that's kind of what, like got me out of Invader Zim. It's like, right on. I really wanted to see it, but then like you see some fucking dweeb with a <laughs> gur zip up hoodie. I know. And then, the, but they would always wear it up and it's just like, yes. Hey man, we're inside. It's what July. Yeah. Hey bro, take off the hoodie. Well, it was just like, you know what we ended up equating it to? Uh, Invader, Invader Zim is the Rick and Morty of that generation. Okay. Because the fandom is just like what made it so like ugh like yeah. I can't stand this because the fandom's so annoying. See, I don't know, and it was nothing like having to do with like the merits of the show. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know how I've managed to do it, but I have heard that about Rick and Morty, but I've never had to fuck with that. Like I've never met some person who's just like a will actually dude about Rick and Morty. Like, it's like, oh, you just wouldn't get it. Yeah. I've never had that happen to me. We like, had that. So we went to wizard world last year. Me and my uh, buddy Casey is a regular on the show. Um, and yeah, we just had some people. It was like some person was like in some obscure costume and they were like, you know, like, well, it wasn't even that person that was in that costume. Yeah. Where I was just like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I was just commenting, like, oh, I don't know what that's from or yeah. something. I, th- I think this was the day that Casey went with me, but I can't remember. But, um, yeah, it was just like some other, like, fucking douchebag was like, oh, well, yeah, you wouldn't get it. It's it's very, like, you know, highbrow or whatever they were saying. Like, they were being, like, shitty and, like, pretentious about it. Like, oh, yeah, you wouldn't get it. Like, dude, dude you're a piece of shit. If you say. Choke on your dinner. Yeah. If you. <laughs> Well, I didn't say that, but I mean, if you <laughs> have the fucking like, I don't even want to say if you have the balls to say that, but if you're like that fuckhead that that is just like <laughs> you would get it because it's highbrow. It's like, bitch, I will hit you in the face. Like, <laughs> I, I, I hit you with the two by four. Yeah, it's just like, how, how are you gonna say that to a stranger, dude? Like, die in front of me. Well, like, it was just like. <laughs> It's just, that's such bullshit. Like, well, it was just like that Wizard World, like, it's kind of like Comic-Con, but, like, really low-key. It's a TV show. But it's, dude. like, people, like, they go to this thing, they're, like, all about this shit. So it's, like, mm. 
Cool. Which I remember when um, Robbie and Josh had me on when I was on Boys before. I think it was before you started being on. Yeah. Um, they asked me about it because they had gotten some tickets to Wizard World as well. Okay. And went and Robbie went like one of the days, but he was just like, "Yeah, like I'm I'm okay on that." <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm like totally there with you. Like, yeah. I know, and it's just like going back to like the thing like I said earlier, but people were like always assuming that I know a shit ton about anime, and I'm like, oh. yeah, I know marginally a little bit about the most popular shows, right? Like, <laughs> I'm See, here to try to learn. Like I'm a student of the game. Yeah, I I feel like right, you know, and and like this um, generation or this day and age or something like. It's, we all know that it's fine or cool or whatever to be a nerd, right? And so, like, it's more accessible for everyone. Like, you're not going to get picked on for liking Spider-Man because we all like Spider-Man. We all watch the movies. However, there is still that, like, um, like high nerddom, right? Where it's, like, there's people who only watch anime and they only watch anime from fucking Japan that we don't know about because it's never been to right. America. It's like so obscure. It's like yeah, it's like sub and everything. Yeah, like there's there's no like yeah, there's yeah, it's like some of this might not even have subtitles. Like some motherfuckers <laughs> learn. I learned Japanese just so I could watch this. I, dude, there are people like I that. I bet you there know? are. Yeah, and, and, and like that's the kind of nerd them that. I'm I'm not ready for that. You're not ready for that. It's like that toxic fandom. Yeah. But some people aren't even really like, you know, some of those people are just like, that's just what they're into. And they're not even toxic about it. It's just like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But, but but they're just like 100% like, this is my thing. Yeah. Like exactly. Like those people that like, you know, wear anime hoodies that you're like, I don't know what that is. I know. Like, what is this? Well, sometimes I'm like, I feel like a bad anime fan because like people will either hear that I'm an anime fan or uh-huh. a lot of times I have friends that introduce me like, they're like, oh, this guy does this podcast about anime. Yeah. And then it's like that natural human thing of people trying to connect. And I'm uh-huh. like, I've never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just I like. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things. But I meant to say earlier when we were talking about D&D, like, have you ever watched Goblin Slayer or have you heard of it? No. It's a, like, it's basically like a D&D anime. Really? Yeah, so you should check it out, That's man. That's tight, yeah. It's, man, like, the first couple episodes are pretty, like, rough because yeah. it's, like, they try to do that thing of, like, talking about goblins and how they're terrible or whatever. Uh-huh. And so, like, the way that they try to, like, do that exposition is, like, the freaking ro- uh, goblins are, like, raping girls and shit. Ooh. It's, like, in the first ten minutes. Nope. And you're, like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> Miss me on that. This is rough. That's how, yeah. But um, Elijah, that I just had on the show, was just like, dude, if he can get past like those first couple, like, yeah, his shit's legit. Yeah. And so, but it, it's like super like D and D based. Yeah, that's. So I was gonna say you might check it out, man. Like, yeah, Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer is the name of that okay. anime. Definitely. And so, but that's the thing about anime too, man. It's just like really animation in general is like there's just something for everyone. Yeah, like, um, that's why I love it. It's like. No matter what you're into, it's like you could find something that is like resonates with you. Yeah. You know, I didn't think I'd ever like it, but like uh, Naruto is pretty rad. Like I've never like I've not watched the first episode of Naruto. I've not Naruto. watched Naruto. 
No, I'm just, I don't know how to say it. Oh, okay. I've never watched it either. To oh, be okay. See, like I have a like, I like I have a friend who really likes it and he's right. watched every single episode, but like every now and then he'll uh shoot me a video on Facebook. He'll like tag me in a video and he's just like here's another like random Naruto fight that I know you would like. And then I'll straight up watch just like <laughs> Uh, like with no context zero context naruto fights and i'm just like this shit is baller as fuck like this is so cool i feel you like dude i watched like the end of a naruto season that i was just like yeah dude this fucking rules i have no idea what's happening but i know that there's a fuckload of these dudes and then there was one dude over here that is killing their asses like dude this is dope like right and then and then like you know, Naruto showed up, shows up with like a couple of his friends, and they're like, he's like OP as fuck. Yeah, and, and she's like, like, all right, see, we're yeah, here to fucking murder you now. That was just one that like never got into. Like, I watched a couple episodes, and it's just like, ugh. I kind of do this thing where like I watch like either like two to three episodes of something. And if I'm not into it by then, I'm like, eh. yeah. And see, that was one that's like everybody's like, oh my god, it's like the best show, and I'm like, eh. is just, it so? It's just like. For me, it was just like the people that were wearing the headbands and running with their arms behind them. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Everyone gonna. knows that kid that ran yeah. like that at recess. Like, dude, I'm not going to do that. Like, I tripped you. <laughs> you know, I can't now watch Naruto. Like, Nerd. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I tried to watch Trigun. I fucking hate that show. Really? But I See, know so many people that like it. But for me, like, I, like, I was into it during the combat stuff and then right like, on. Oh, but right like the character he, development stuff. Yeah. I feel I, you. I don't know. Like the, the, the action was cool, but then like, wh- what was the main character's name? Uh, Vash the stampede. Yeah. Vash. He would just like afterwards, he'd be like, <laughs> and just like, right. Be yeah. It's stupid. like that. And I'm just like, yeah. man, like some of it's like really Goku, tropey, like so. classic anime trope type shit. And yeah. You're like, uh. Yeah. But like, yeah, I get it, man. Like it's not for everyone. It's kind of like Naruto, like, People that are super anime, super into anime, are like nut about that show, and I'm yeah. like, mm. yeah, like that show's not for me. Yeah, but totally. like, like, um, Trigun is like number one on a shitload of like best anime lists. Oh yeah, and I know a ton of people that are like, eh, like I don't really like fuck with that show. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like personal preference. Yeah, I you know one that I've always wanted to get into is Cowboy Bebop. Man, that's so man, that show literally comes up every episode. It's really? so crazy. Yeah. That's funny. That's and funny. it's just like, yeah, people are super into it. I've never like, I've not seen a single episode, but the fact that his uh like ship is a motorcycle kind of like Yeah, it's like, pretty neat. Dude, that's tight and his hair is cool. How he like rides it, cigarettes. it looks like a motorcycle, but it's like flies. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? He just seems cool. Like Yeah, Spike. He's the he's the man. See Bloom, like the guy does his voice like he does like, he's like legendary voice actor. He just, really, he's done a shitload of voices. Like, oh, he did. Um, you said you're a fan of Toonami. He did Tom's voice. You know the robot. Oh no way! Was like the host. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Oh, do you remember when like Tom looked a certain way and then like something happened yeah. in Toonami and he like I got a new body. Yeah, and it's just like yo, what the fuck happened? And it was like <laughs> there was like weird Toonami episodes of like his adventures or something. Or like yeah, what they happened did to him. some pretty cool stuff. Like they did like the reactor. There was like intruder on board or something. Yeah. Like it was like in between episodes of like shows on the block. Yeah. 
was like shows about like Tom on the ship, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? This yeah. is kind of lit. This is, dude, it was meta as hell. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was just you're like, like this is a show. Like, yeah, it's taking a break from the TV show, but there's like a show here. Yeah. Um, real quick, back to Ed and Nettie. Who was your favorite Ed? My favorite Ed? Yeah. Probably Eddie, man. He was, yeah. like, all about that fucking bag, Dude. bro. Like, he was, like, on his hustle. <laughs> yeah, man. He, like, that dude, he was about the bread, dude. To the point where his he was hair like, turned into money signs from time to time. No, yeah. yeah. Like, he was, like, I'm on that bag. Like, I'm trying to get paid, trying to get laid. Like, he was, I don't give a fuck. Like. He wore that little swimsuit that was his brother's. Yeah. Well, he had one for all the <laughs> There was yeah, there was the episode where they that big all ass had, Jello block. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I really like the stink bomb this, episode. Oh, I was just about to so say that, good. dude. Yeah, man, I could talk all day about Ed and Eddie, dude. I like that show was so good, and I didn't know really anyone else who liked it because they were like, they're just stupid. They're like, they're all no, dumb. It's dope, dude. And then when I got Ed older. The boys. <laughs> Three headed dead the boy. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a good that's a good role. <laughs> but like, dude, like when I got older and I still liked it, everyone was just like, dude, that's like it's a stupid show. It was dumb then it's done. I'm like, dope. hey, fuck you, man. Like well, you I'm know, just out here trying to have fun. Like right and on, that's, yeah. that was this whole show. It's just like you got <laughs> yeah, you got Ed trying to get that bag or Eddie trying to get that bag. Always about his fedia. Uh Ed, uh, like Ed, one of the Ed. Double D. Just, yeah, double D, who was just like Smart as fuck, and you never see what his is head. under his hat, right on ever. And then Ed, who's just like stupid and rad and into all the cool shit, and just like you know, just like trying to be monsters. Like, right. you remember when he was like cool? They uh, like made him cool one time. He was like shwiggity swag. What's in the bag? Oh yeah, it's because uh, that episode they uh at the beginning of the episode they were playing like spin the bottle and they were, yeah, uh, was it was that? truth or dare and right. so like they like uh someone double, dared to be cool or something well no so double d uh oh oh okay so this might be completely different so double d was ed and then ed was eddie and Eddie was double D. So like they had all switched places and they were like kind of making fun of each other. It was like meta. Yeah. But that episode that you're talking about, Shwiggy Shrek, what's in the back? I can't remember what happened, but I remember Eddie gave him like a makeover and was like giving some of his brother's clothes or something. Because there was like Eddie's brother that you never saw, but you like heard about him and he was like cool as fuck. He was on the last episode. And he gave Eddie like his like porno mags or whatever. Yeah. Um... There was that one episode with the car where he had, like, Eddie was, like, cleaning his brother's car. It was, like, a yeah. Camaro or some shit. Right on. Um, and it was, like, that rockabilly music was playing in the background. Yeah. What was it? Okay, so why did they make Ed cool? I don't remember what it was. There it was, was, like, just, some scam. Like, an experiment. Was yeah, I mean, it was just Eddie trying to get the bag. Yeah, but, dude, and then those thirsty... Ass Kanker Sisters. Kanker Sisters. Man. Kanker Sisters. That's what it was. That's the worst name, too. Dude. You're like Kanker Sore, like Kanker yeah. Sisters. You're like, ooh. Dude, I mean, what was her name? The one with the blue hair. Naz? No, no. that was the blonde chick. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name. The the blue haired Kanker Sister. Um, 
Yeah, I can't remember their names at all. I always thought that she was hot though because she had blue hair. <laughs> I was like, dude, to be double. She D. was a she was a punker girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were like, there was one episode where they tricked the ads into marrying them. Double E's like, I fear that they've become amorous. <laughs> I like learned the word amorous from yeah. that. Dude. Oh God. That show was wonderful. And then like, uh, Johnny, the Johnny two by four, man. Johnny two by four was freaking plank. Uh, yeah. Plank was super cool. Um, Oh, what was what was Marie was the blonde or the blue? Okay, Marie, yeah. Jimmy, who was like the brace face kid that hung around with uh, Sarah. Yeah, she was a fucking was terror. Sarah was the worst. God, that show was great though. No, that show was legit for sure. I had the first three seasons on DVD. For no me. shit, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, and then I, I when I first moved to Oklahoma City, um, one of my friends. Downloaded every single episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie onto a thumb drive for me. <laughs> so, what a salt of the earth type, dude, son of a bitch. Have you seen the last episode, like the f- last couple seasons? Man, like or I fell off, like when they started going to school and stuff. I'm like, mm. so that was like the one of the like last season or two when the animation was cleaned up too. Right. And see, I, I didn't like that. See, I, I, I liked it. Like I liked it a lot. I mean, like don't better get me than wrong. the original though. Um. Dude, it was just more Ed and Ed and Eddie. Like, uh, Ed and yeah. Eddie. Fair Ed, enough. But the thing is, though, is I do like how Ed looked better after the, like, the cleanup. Because right. he was less, like, square head and more, like, weird triangle head. But he was, like, I just, like, liked the way he looked more. Like, um, and Double D, like was wearing that sweater all the time instead of like his classic yellow shirt. But like, well, some of it was like in the winter time too. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. But you still never saw any adults like ever. It was like, there's that weird like conspiracy theory that all, I was just about to say that yeah, dude, when they're all dead. Yeah. And they're all from different time periods. Yeah. Yeah. And the boys. And he's like, (laughs) he's supposed to be like a, like agrarian or something like a farmer. Yeah. Dude. The uh, the episode where he's like sad that he's like he's like homesick. Rolf, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And so like the Eds try and recreate his homeland. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and he like beats the fuck I out of him with a fish. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh, that's life of a fishmonger. No. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. The last episode you see, uh, Eddie's brother. And he like comes back to town. See, I never like, saw that. I guess I dude, had to check it out. His older brother's like a piece of shit. Like beats him up, and just like is like a total asshole. And That's like kind of a bummer that Ed's try and stand up to him and like sort of do, but then like the whole cul-de-sac like rallies around them and they're just like, "Hey, dude, you can't Fuck just you, fucking pal? come in here." And, yeah, bub. Yeah, and they like run him out of the cul-de-sac and it's like the only episode where like everyone is just like yo the eds are all right like they're cool like they're they're pieces of shit but there are pieces of shit so it's like you know (laughs) you can't you can't you know it's like the older like the little brother like yo i can punch my little brother but right you can't bully him yeah exactly (laughs) it was like a really heartwarming ending to the show and i don't know i really liked it no i know that for sure man yeah well, it's like one of the phenomenons that I like to talk about on the show a lot is, you know, that thought of 
it's kind of more like for anime, but especially if you're someone that's older that watches cartoons, it's like that ridicule that people kind of shit on you for the things you like. Yeah. And so the whole basis behind the show is like people give you shit about watching anime or maybe reading manga or being into like Ed and Nettie, like at a, like a high school age or whatever, yeah. like older age. I'm 25. Well, that, like, and I love it. Well, yeah. Well, see that parallel kind of goes along with music. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of like the whole basis of the show is like, well, why do we like, why do we take that? Like, why is it like not cool for me to like this shit? Like, it's what I like. So like mm-hmm. get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, dude. I so mean, like, yeah, I mean, you said you're into like some of the classic shits like Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, stuff like that. Yeah. Is that kind of, I mean, I imagine that's kind of like a product of like maybe your grandparents who you grew up with that's or like a, your parents yeah. were like into it or. That's exactly what Speak it is. to that. Like what, what was kind of like the influence there? So I grew up with my grandma and grandpa and I got a lot of my music taste from my grandpa and my grandmother. So I really didn't listen to the radio growing up because my grandpa said it all sucked. <laughs> so like <laughs> we listened to like classic rock and like CDs. Your grandpa know? was the first hipster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like, so like every weekend we would like go to the lake and we would like listen to like, I'm good. Listen to like the Beatles greatest hits and like uh, Led Zeppelin and all this stuff. I mean, you know, he had the classic grandpa CD case. It was like four <laughs> CDs right, and a yeah. sleeve. And it was just like, dude, it was like, like five inches thick, dude. It was like stacks on stacks. So when I was with my grandpa hanging out, it was Credence, Led Zeppelin, the Who. Oh man, yes. For sure, classic shit. Though. Yeah, uh, but then when I was with my grandma, it was Phil Collins and um, uh, Tom Petty, just like what my grandpa considered right bubblegum rock. Yeah, like the wussy shit. Yeah, but that shit was tight. Like, Dude, like Phil, Phil Collins, Collins rules. Like, he's the shit. My mom was like a huge fan of Genesis. Yeah. And so she liked Genesis, um, Phil Collins. What was the other guy's name from Genesis? Uh, uh <sighs> The other guy that went solo from Genesis. Yeah. Forget his name. But uh, she was like was a huge fan of all that shit. And then like Scorpion. Okay. <laughs> Rocky like a hurricane. Yeah, like, no, I got you. Yeah. She had a tour shirt. Like she saw them Sick. in the 80s. So I'm yeah, like, dude. Go like, mom. Loki, you're kind of cool mom. Yeah. Like, okay. Like yeah. what? <laughs> Definitely. But I know I kind of tab her for like my influence of like having an eclectic music taste. Yeah. So it sounds like pretty similar to you. Like you, yeah. you're grandparents and stuff were like into the classics and shit, but then you kind of like found your own shit that you were into. Yeah. What's funny. Well, real quick, I do want to tell a, a quick story about Genesis. Oh yeah, I go think, ahead. I, I think it's so funny, man. Like I was a Peter high Gabriel. That's Peter who it Gabriel. Yep. There you go. Boom. Yep. Nailed <laughs> it just it. popped into my head. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm a senior in high school and like my high school was tiny. Like my graduating class, I think was like 60 something. It's like up in Tulsa, right? Yeah. Like I went to this charter school, like, yeah, this charter school. Uh, or college preparatory school. That's what it is. I don't, whatever, but <laughs> I'm in the lunch line, right? Just like hanging out and this dude, this like uh freshman has a Genesis shirt on. And I was like, Oh dude, cool. Genesis shirt. Like I never really listened to a lot of Genesis, but I love Phil Collins. And dude, he looks at me with like the realest face I've ever seen. And he was just like, fuck Phil Collins. He was like, I fucking hate Phil Collins. Phil Collins ruined Genesis. And I was like, 
Whoa, bro. dude. I've never. I don't know why you're giving me all those negative vibes, yeah, bro. Yeah. But you need to chill. Yeah. You yeah. You got to chill out. <laughs> One. Two. I've never seen a dude so serious about Genesis. I don't like calm down, bro. Dude. I was like, you were coming at me with so much fire right now, dude. And all I said was that I like Phil Collins. You got real aggressive. Like for no reason. No. It's like it's like a Dave Mustaine type of. Yeah. Like aggression. Like, he dude, said, calm down, bro. He said Phil Collins ruined Genesis. <laughs> ruined Genesis. Like, yo, dude. It's a bold claim. I've listened to every Genesis record, and they're all fire. I mean, it's banger after banger, but, dude. I mean, there's two guys in that band that are just like, I mean, Peter Gabriel went uh, solo. Phil Collins went solo. Yeah. So I it's mean, like. Peter Gabriel wasn't even really in that band for that long. Like It was like a stepping stone for him to go solo. Yeah. I mean, Phil I, Collins, I don't know if the, his like penultimate goal was to go single or solo, but like his solo career, like yeah, iconic, dude. Like I in Tarzan, come I on, would, bro, dude. I would drop money to go see Phil Collins. Oh yeah, and he doesn't tour anymore, I man. Know, dude, he uh, he did his final tour. I remember. I think my buddy went and saw him on his final <sighs> tour, and it's just like That's, just to be able to hear in the air tonight and him do that jump, that drum fill, like dude. Just be rock hard. That drum Phil Collins. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, there's something about that really simple drum fill that's just so tight. I mean, it make it would make you feel like a sacomatic playing that for sure. Like that. Yeah. You're like, I'm the best drummer in the world now. Like I nailed it. You pin, and all yeah. you're doing is going down like yeah. the line of it's it's <laughs> nothing. It's it's yeah. Oh, God, it's so so great. But so okay. So what's funny is like the first like one of the first like quote unquote new bands that I got into was the White Stripes. Right on. Okay, cool, like, man. I loved classic rock and I loved blues. And what kind of like fed into that was like. I was listening to Led Zeppelin and, and there was, they do a cover of the lemon song by Robert Johnson. And so my grandpa was like, you should listen to Robert Johnson. Cause for he sure. And he was just that. at the tower not that long ago too. Well, no, Robert Johnson. Wasn't he? No, no. Oh. Robert Johnson. Is he dead? Has been dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, someone, oh, was it someone that does like a tribute to Robert Johnson? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Something like that. Um, I just remember thinking of like some Cliff, Cliffs of Dover type shit. Oh, yeah. But my grandpa had like a discography of like Robert Johnson. That's just like. Right on. Old dude who sold his soul to the devil or like yeah, <laughs> at the crossroads and shit. Right. Like that's how. Yeah. And like, I was like Muddy Waters type shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is rad. And then um, weirdly enough, though, I, I the first White Stripe song I remember listening to and seeing the music video for and knowing that it was the White Stripes was um, uh, Blue Orchid on, right. uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> on Get Behind Me Satan. And that record is so different from anything else that the White Stripes has done. But like I watched that video and I was like, what is happening? Like there's <laughs> this tall, redheaded <laughs> mama <laughs> fucking like walking around this creepy ass house. There's a white horse there's just like all this crazy shit. Right. Jack White looked like the bad guy in Wild Wild West. I remember that that <laughs> weird like 
editing they had in that made him, it, I don't know, it just like was like unsettling. Yeah, it was like, it was like, he just like moved around really right. jerky. It was like the ring Real shit. Real quick, it was Eric Johnson that I was thinking of. Okay, gotcha. Clips of Dover. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Eric Johnson, I swear he was just here. Yeah. Robert Johnson's the old blues guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which is why you're talking about the white, the white stripes. Yeah. Because he was like super influenced by the blues. Yeah, the, the first white stripes record is like essentially like half covers. For sure. Of just like old blues but like it, standards. Did you watch like uh, It Might Get Loud? Yeah. Dude, like that whole documentary, I'm like fucking Jack White, dude. Dude. When he like builds a guitar out of like the glass bottle. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, all he does is fucking make music, man. Like, and he was gonna be like, he was going to school to be a preacher. That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, son of a preacher, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that documentary. Based on my exploits. <laughs> that documentary was so weird to me because, like, it was yeah, it's was really like, bizarre. I was like Jack White, okay, yeah, Jimmy Page, dope for sure. Yeah, the, the edge. edge, like what? Like he's like the spokesman for pedals. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like. Who's like, yeah, you get two amps and you face them together. And I'm just like, what? And and you could tell like multiple times in the interviews that Jimmy Page and Jack White were like, they're just like, why? This fool can't play. Yeah. This, yeah. He's well, like they literally show like he, the edge is like playing one of his parts, like his riffs. Yeah. And it's like, here, let me show it to you without their effects. And it's literally, it's like two notes. Yeah. He's like doing like a, like a eighth note or whatever, like. Just yeah. like regular, like ringing out on the chord, and you're like, okay. And then he throws the effects on, and it's like that classic, like U two sound. Yeah. And you're like, bro, like you don't actually <laughs> know how to play. Like, yeah, like you know, there's I don't know. there's a certain amount of skill that goes into like knowing how the effects, like your pedals yeah, work. Yeah, fair and, enough. Like, yeah, and like That's how they true. work with your guitar and how they work with your amp. But like, I feel you though, because it's like you you see like. Yeah, you watch Jack White make a guitar out of a fucking That bottle. part is super dope, too. I'm yeah. like, bro. And and he's just, like, wailing on this guitar. And then, like, Jimmy Page, who's just, like, wrote, like, iconic songs. And, like, some people say that, like, Led Zeppelin, like, stole a bunch of songs. Okay, here's the thing. You wouldn't know those songs <laughs> without right. Led Zeppelin. Fuck you, bro. Like, whatever, man. I, I don't know. That's just, like, my stance on it. But also no one's stolen any of my songs. Whatever. Right. Eh, well, fair enough. But if like Led Zeppelin stole my song, yeah, thanks. Whatever. But you know, you see these two awesome guitar players, and like, like Jack White has like such a unique voice to me too, and like all the music that he's ever like, all the bands that he's been in have been awesome to me. Um, yeah, and then like the Edge, it's just like here's three notes, and then it's like, yeah. you know, but bing, and that's bing. the thing too. It's like, like come on, bro. To me, he's like a like a great value Tom Morello. Because you know? <laughs> yeah. Tom Morello Dude, Tom Morello does some shit. I'm like, how the fuck did you think of that? Yeah, he like removed like pickups from his guitar to do like slides with said pickups and just like, dude, he is a legend, man. And like I'm not gonna sit here and say that U2 is a bad band, because there are some bangers. There are some U2 songs where I'm right just on. like, yeah, dude. Joshua Tree, yeah, 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 whatever. You know, like, there are... The standards. Yeah, there are great U2 songs, and you you just can't say that U2 was bad, because if they were bad, you wouldn't know about U2. That's them's facts, you know? But 
Edge didn't need to be anywhere near those two on a documentary about dope guitar playing. You know, <laughs> it could just, be on a documentary about like pedal boards. Yeah. However, <laughs> if you if you replace Edge with like Tom Morello and it's like Tom Morello, Jack White, and Jimmy Page, that's even more disjointed. It feels like. Yeah, but it would be cool. It would be dope. Yeah, it would be cool. And I feel like the other two wouldn't have been like, "What the fuck is this dude doing here?" It's like, <laughs> oh no, this guy was on this Rage and like. Yeah, like DJ on his guitar. Yeah, like definitely. But yeah, all that to say that I like bought all of the White Stripes records and just like only listened to the White Stripes. I painted my room red and white and black. Like, (laughs) you know, like I was very into them, like uh, them. And I guess they weren't even the first like newer band I was into. I guess the first one was like Pearl Jam actually like I found Pearl Jam when I was 16 um so yeah no I guess White Stripes were first but yeah I was like White Stripes and then I was given a uh Pearl Jam uh documentary essentially it was like their like tour to like Venice and it was like three shows um but it was like 20 or 25 songs. And then there was like documentary, like there was like, you know, that's pimp. Yeah. And like, I'd listened to Pearl jam songs before, but I didn't know that it was Pearl jam. And so my first like glimpse into it was like them after they've already gotten older and just like seeing how, like, like kind of like seeing how Eddie Vedder thinks, like when he's like writing songs and like talking to people, his like views on politics and stuff like that. And like, how the other members in the bands, like what they're like, you know, and like the drummer for Pearl Jam was also the drummer. Like he had drummed for the Red Hot Chili Peppers and um, Soundgarden. Like that drummer is just like, oh, you hit like the big 90s three, like nice, you know, <laughs> like sick, dude. And I've seen Pearl Jam twice in concert. Uh, combined i think i've spent like almost four hundred dollars on tickets (laughs) just to go see those guys did you see eddie better on his like ukulele tour or whatever i I didn't no i was like what the fuck is this well he did all the music for into the wild oh okay and so like he yeah and so you know well i don't know if he did it all in like ukulele on that but the tour was but yeah, yeah i mean but like think about it man like if you're like a pearl jam fan like diehard Pearl Jam fan and then you could go see him at like smaller venues and it's just Eddie Vedder dude I would have creamed my jeans dude like that would have (laughs) been so cool like playing like uh, (laughs) playing Jeremy on a ukulele I was just (laughs) thinking that exact song (laughs) Jeremy's broker yeah Yeah. (laughs) I I love it you know and, and, and like I know a bunch of people that like hate Pearl Jam. I, really? I love I'm, it so much. Eh. But what's funny, what's, what's funny to me is those same people that love to hate Pearl Jam. All of them I know love Dinosaur Jr. And this might be a hot take, but like Dinosaur Jr. now sounds like Pearl Jam now. Like his voice, like, the, like I forget what his name is, but like the awesome. He's like the Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. I, to, like, to, He's like the Greta Van Fleet to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. But 
he sings just like Eddie Vedder now. I'm like, yo, they sound the same. And I know y'all motherfuckers were talking <laughs> shit about Eddie Vedder and like how you can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> and now like your guy sounds just like, like him. Where are you at, bro? Freaking Scott Stapp of Creed. Oh my God. Tom's body open. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw Creed too. No way. It was stained. Oh my God. It was bad. It was really. I love hearing like Robbie and Josh talk about stained or uh, Creed. I mean. Yeah. I, I, I used to like Creed when I was younger. With arms then, wide open, baby. With arms wide open. <laughs> but uh, I saw them when I was like 16. Like they came to Tulsa and me and my friend were like, we got to go, right? Like tickets are like dirt cheap. Where were they at? Uh, the BOK Center. Oh, really? So it was in the big stadium. Yeah. Gotcha. Stained opened. For Creed? Yeah. They're like, I remember seeing something or was like talking to a friend about something. It was like that they talked about life on tour or whatever. And they were like, things got crazy. We were doing like a shot of Jaeger before every show. And like you guys are getting real crazy, Creed. You guys need to calm down. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> That's not even like Scott Stapp was like addicted to meth for a while and like did a Jesus. weird like well like he had these like weird YouTube videos where like the government's after me like some Alex <laughs> Alex Jones the frogs shit. Are, yeah <laughs> I was just about to say <clears throat> the water's and, making the frogs gay yeah <laughs> but it's just like dude go to church man like you need right on. you need a little bit. Some Jesus. Yeah, like you need a little bit more like with arms wide open in your life right now. <laughs> Less... We need that Scott Stat back. Yeah, dude. And when I saw him, like his head was shaved. There was a lot of fire at the show, which was real weird. Uh, like I said, stand open for him. And it was like, dude, stand is like an opener band forever. They're like, <laughs> they're like the ZZ Top of 2003. Like, because I've seen ZZ Top twice by accident. Like, they opened up for Tom Petty. Rest in peace. Uh, that's the only, like, death that, like, has happened lately that, like, have really hit home with me. Like, Prince dying, that fucking sucks. Like, and Prince is great, but I, I was not, Robbie like, a talking huge... About that. Yeah. I wasn't a huge Prince fan, but, right like, on. I appreciate Prince. I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't... I mean, I'm not, like, super into, the, or into him. Yeah. But, like... I can name like the big hits, but it was yeah. just like, oh dang, like that sucks. Yeah. But I can remember, you know, like I can remember when I was like I was younger and like a Tom Petty album came out and I forget what it was called, but the the cover of the album was like mostly blue and there was like a rocket ship on it and and like it looked like it was like on Mars and there was like a um little astronaut that looked like he was about to get into the rocket ship. And my grandma was really excited because a new Tom Petty album came out. <laughs> and she was like, I love that Tom Petty. Yeah. And like her and I listened to Tom Petty a lot when I was like really young. Like, and I just like, I knew all the words to like, you know, Tom Petty's like hits, you know? And like when that album came out, me and my grandma would listen to it all the time. Like, and it's like memories like that, that like stick with me. That was just like, yeah. I mean, like I don't just like, like Tom Petty's, you know, just like, you know, last dance with Mary Jane and stuff right. like that. It's just free like, falling, free falling. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I grew up like even, you know, like me being bored in 93, like I was a Tom Petty fan. And when he passed away, I was just like, dude, what? Like, 
it was such a drag. Like I called my grandma. Right on. You know, it's just like, do you see that Tom Petty died? Like, what the fuck? And her and I talked about it. You know, it's just like, dude, dang. I mean, it's a bummer for sure. Yeah. And I remember Sam Smith getting like sued or whatever because like the won't back down sound like stay with me. Yeah. You remember that? I. I remember talking to a friend. I worked at a liquor store at the time. I was in college. Uh-huh. And I've always known that song, Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. Uh-huh. And the song, uh-huh. Stay With Me. Won't Back Down. Yeah, he's like, stay with me. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this song sounds just like Tom Petty. Oh, I guess it does. And I told my friend, I was like, dude, this sounds like Tom Petty, like crazy. And then, like, a couple weeks later, it was like, Lawsuit filed against Sam Smith, like, because Tom Petty was like, dude, you stole my fucking melody. <laughs> hey, boy. Yeah, what it are was you crazy. Doing? I was yeah. like, dude. Yeah. Ugh. When it says it like, validates you, I'm like, dude, I, I said that weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I called that shit. I've been saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stay saying that shit, bro. Well, dude, like Coldplay stole like all their songs. Dude, for sure. Like. One of their songs sounds exactly like Zombie by the Cranberries. Well, there's one Kraftwerk song that they like really ripped off. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the song by Coldplay, what it's called. Um, I remember the videos, like they're on the moon and they're like fighting some robot or something. I'm, I can't think of the name of that song. I, did you but know? it was like super, like they used to. It was like a YouTube video showed like the Kraftwerk song versus the Coldplay song, and you're like, okay, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, like, hold on here. Yeah, hold the phone, Coldplay. What are you doing? Did you ever listen to Coldplay? Yeah, I mean, I I liked like a Rush of Blood to the Head. Uh-huh. I like that album. Basically, anything before that album, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like X and Y. Yeah. But I after that, I'm like, I can't fuck with y'all. Yeah. My buddy Casey has been on, he's series regular, and he says, uh, that's an identity crisis in a band. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I-, I was never really into him that much. I- like, I don't know. Did you ever like Death? Like, did you like Death Cab? Death Cab for Cutie? Meth Lab for Cutie. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a, it was a trivia name. I oh, heard one time nice. at a trivia night. That's what's up. Thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's good. I actually do like Death Cab. Um, I saw they were coming here in in April. Oh, really? It's like the the Criterion. Ooh. And uh, but actually, it was like I was at South by one year. I felt like it was a time I was at South by, and I was walking, and I was like, I hear someone playing like Soul Meets Body. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that guy sounds pretty good. <laughs> and then we get closer, and I'm like, that guy sounds like Ben Gibbard. Oh, shit. That is Ben Gibbard. And you're like, oh, shit, that is Ben Gibbard. And nice. you're like, what the fuck? Like, oh, God. That's awesome. And that's the cool thing about South by. You're like, never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I, like, fell in love with him in, like, middle school. <laughs> and uh, I've got to see him twice, and, like, both times. That's it was dope. Amazing. They rip it. Oh, dude, they fuck it up. Like, they come to play every every time. And I've, I, both times, I think I saw them at the Brady Theater in Tulsa. Nice. It was, like, the perfect venue, too. It's just, like, seating, like, nice old theater. It's, like, right on. It's awesome. Like, I saw Alice Cooper there once, and it was just, like, all right. Like, they, like, 
the Brady Theater knows what's up. Like, I don't know. It's cool. Oh, that's legit, man. Um, I was kidding. I was trying to think of what. Um, Death Cab thing I was going to say. Just because I remember, like, those, that band was, like, super big for me. Like, um, Transatlanticism. Like, yeah. Shit like that. Like, super profound for me. Like. Did you did you listen to Postal Service? Like, the yeah. one post. God, dude. That's, um, like. The, such Great Heights. Yeah. And then, like, Iron and Wine did a cover of it. Yeah. Yeah. That record is, like, the most. Like the closest thing to a perfect record for me is the one Postal Service album right on. that they'll just never do again. They were like, here's, uh, like, here's this, and you'll never see it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then Al City tried to cover it. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, fuck Al City. <laughs> Al Shitty. Dude, that whole band is just like, can we make a Postal Service record six times? <laughs> like, no. Um, dude. Do you listen to Praise Down? I was on Praise Down. Were you really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, What'd you talk about? Oh, what was the 16 horsepower? Holy shit. Yeah, it was, Dude, it was I funny because... never... I just started listening to it because James was on it, James Nim. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's one of those shows where I'm like, man, I really want to be on that show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they recorded the office about that we burn. Out, so I'll, I'll Did you ever up. listen to Essity's Burn? No, I didn't. I was super into them, but... Um, I'm actually going to have, uh, Alex on <sighs> Alex Sanchez at the time of this being released. We'll have recorded his episode. Nice. But a little, uh, two students exclusive there for you. Yeah. A little behind the scenes. <laughs> Alex Sanchez is one of my favorite people. Those guys are hilarious, man. I'm going to have that Heath on for sure. Yeah. He's like, Heath is the other dude from that podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause I, I, Heath only, and Alex, I'd only met Heath once and that was that. I don't, it was funny cause I was, the way that it happened is they were recording in our office and I was going up there like Monday to pick up the, uh, uh, no, I was, I went up there Saturday. I went up there Saturday to pick up my SD cards so that I could edit the podcast at home. And I forgot that they were there and, I walked in to like my office space and they were there and I was like, Oh, <laughs> what's up dudes? Like, you know, I'm like shot the shit with Alex for a minute. And he was like, Hey, what are you doing for the next hour and a half? <laughs> and I was like, not shit. I'm not doing anything. <clears throat> and he was like, well, do you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Like, and he was like, all right, cool. We're going to listen to this band called 16 horsepower, which is a, <clears throat> goth country christian band oh my god and i was like <laughs> let's fucking do it like and it was goth like, country dude it was tight like i i don't I've never heard of them but i have to check it out you should man because it's like i thought it was gonna suck and like the name of the band i was like this is such a dumb band name <laughs> but the like story behind the band name rules it's like when they used to take uh, when they used to take you to the grave in your casket before there was cars, they would obviously they would have a horse drawn carriage holding your casket. Well, it was like a standard to have 16 horses on the front. Holy shit. 16. Yeah. That's like, fucking pimp, dude. It was like, that is a metal ass. That is so pimp, dude. Yeah. And like the thing that I liked about it, like I'm not religious. Right. So I was just like, 
you know, they asked me about like growing up and if I grew up religious or like what my favorite like Christian music was. And I was like, I'm real sorry guys. But like I went, I went to church on Sundays straight up because I had to, because I stayed the night at my best friend's house and he was forced to go to church on Sundays. Like this is the only reason why I went. Um, I was religious, but you know, I, I grew up and you know, things happen and you know, it's just like whatever, you know, but, um, so I was like, this is going to be a weird episode. <laughs> uh, but I didn't like Christian music. And I listened to this band. And the guy's voice was so unique and so good and so dark. And like their music was so dark and just awesome. And there was no pressure to like become Christian listening to this music. It was like that whole band was just like, look, man, we're Christian. We're going to put a veil of Christianity over this. That's not like too overbearing at all. And, uh, if you want to be Christian after this tight, if you don't want to, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> like that was the whole vibe that this band gave off was that they didn't need me like at all. Right. <laughs> and I was like, sick dude, like this is really good. Like, it was a very cool band, but yeah, no, that podcast is really cool. No, yeah, I love that. I love that show. I've been like listening to it a lot lately. Yeah, I I need to listen to it. Like, I feel like an asshole for not doing it, uh, for not like listening to it. I have it all downloaded, and I I know that I will. Any podcast that I download, I will eventually like listen to. I just like there's I listen to three three to four podcasts every week. So it's just like finding the time to add a new podcast, which I totally need to do. But right on. I feel like that's like a big issue that I have in my day to day life is like branching out on stuff. Like, you know, it's just like when I find something that I like, I stick with that. And I'm just like, all right, I'm good. I'm good in my little niche. And like, that's where I'm going to stay. But I don't know. I need to be better at branching out and like checking more stuff out, you know, like right just on, sort of like for the betterment of myself and really for like to, for the betterment of like my friends and people around me. Cause like my friends are doing cool shit. Like that's the thing I love about Oklahoma city. It's just like the weird state that we're in right now. It's right. Like, I know so many people doing cool shit cause there's so much cool stuff that can happen here. And we got Mike doing all like the, the posters for like the art shows at the speakeasy, They're like so sick. And they didn't. They did a Cowboy Bebop one. Yeah, I they did a Buffy one too, and I Buffy, missed both of those. They did dude. Tarantino, like yeah. they've done a lot of them. Yeah, like people are doing really cool stuff here, man. Right on. It's awesome. But well, Dylan, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm like out of voice by now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're you've been fucking trucking along, man. I've noticed the as the night has gone on. Like you, my voice is just shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say it's shit. It's just those allergies, man. I know. Changing the yeah. seasons. Freaking, it's like freaking, uh, freaking sinus or whatever. Killing me. I feel you dude. But, uh, well, real quick, people, why don't you tell people where they can follow you on social media and like, keep like up to date with all your projects and everything you got going on. Um, so <clears throat> if you don't, uh, if you don't check it out already, um, Go to uh, uh, boys at boys podcast.com. They have 
like all of our episodes are up there. Our email, uh, boys at boys podcast at Gmail or something like that. Uh, tweets of boys on Twitter. Um, Icosalypse uh, for D&D if like you have never listened to a D&D podcast and like are interested for whatever reason now um, <laughs> Icosalypse for everything like we have a Facebook uh, um, Instagram and Twitter uh, and our email too and then if you like horror stuff uh, horror movies um, true crime stuff uh, go check out Creepo's Creep Show on Instagram and Creepos Creep Show at t- on Twitter and Creepos Creep Show at gmail.com. And I'll be there. I'll be talking to you. Well, that's dope, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to come chat with me. Dude, I appreciate the invite. Yeah, I man. had a lot of fun <laughs> and your dope ass studio, dude. I promise, I promise next time you come, I'll be able to talk a little bit better. Hey, man. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> well, as always, guys, you. <laughs> Freaking voice. Finally uh, hitting puberty. There, Dude, you've aged <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, as always, you can follow us on social media. Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-O-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. You can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. So thanks again, Dylan. Thank you. Woo.